Hey, it's Josh here. I just want to take a quick second before we get started to express our gratitude and appreciation to anyone who's listening, whether you're consuming this by download, whether you're listening on our website or following us on Instagram or TikTok, however that is, we thank you. Doing that lets us know, hey, that there's somebody out there. And as long as we're entertaining one person, then it just makes everything worth it. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at Game Rage, thank you. All right, now enjoy the show. Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Again, for Central Unintelligence Podcast, episode number 10. We have officially hit the double digits on this fucking show. All right. Technically more if you count the I just, crossover. That's true, but I'm not counting that as a numbered episode. So 10. This is 10. Well, technically 11, but 10. All right. Bad news. Oh, fuck. We're fired. I don't know. What is it? Uh, Shut the studio down. So shut, we're shutting the studio down. Good news is I saved a lot of money on my car insurance. <laughs> All right, dude. So I just noticed that the post about the amateur histologist. Yeah. You spelled amateur wrong, which makes it, <laughs> which makes it better. It makes it much better, right? Isn't oh, that man. even better? We're just like living up to the unintelligence part, like to the truest sense, man. That's what it is. And that's why. And you know what? I will say when I first did that, I noticed it and I'm like, God damn it. And then, But you know what? I was too lazy to go back and fucking fix it. And I said, no, nah, you know, that's actually kind of funny. So fuck it. I'm just going to leave it. And who cares? So, uh, anyways, as always, I'm Josh. I'm here with Frank. Hello. Also Adam. How are you? And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just a bunch of amateur histologists that also don't know how to spell. Wait, how did he so, spell it? Was it amateur or? It was with E-U instead of U-E. Yeah, U-E. It was, yes. it was U-E. So how would you pronounce it? Amateur. 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 I mean, that's like how fancy people say it. No, Amateur. no it isn't. Yeah, it is. That's right. Anyways. I, so, I don't think hillbillies will pronounce it that way. Hillbillies would not pronounce it that way? No. Man. Oh, whatever. Anyways. Thank Benjamin Franklin. We are not part of the UK because their version of English is more oh. fucked than ours, dude. It's the worst. What was that mean I just showed you earlier? About what? The uh, extra L in uh, cancel. Oh, yeah. Somebody says, hey, England, why do you have that extra? Or, no, like, America. Why does America... Uh, uh, British English has canceled spelled with two L's. And somebody asked a question. America, of like, no, and America has it with one L. Why is that? And then someone responded, because we gave you that L back in 1776. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Take that. I'll take it. Um, anyway, so today we have a, a pretty a pretty good main event topic to uh, discuss, which is uh, we are going to discuss the merits of, of governments, and we're going to like try to form our own perfect government or whatever that's you know that looks like um so that's the main event to start off i wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of different topics firstly the assassination of a dude in canada yeah uh hardeep nijar i think the sick separatist leader that uh has been i don't know if he's been stirring the part stirring the pot in england itself but Uh I guess it's enough. You mean India itself? 
in, in, yeah, what did I say? You said England, but all right. I oh, yeah. It, so okay. India. Yeah, yeah okay, India right. itself. And uh, I guess it was enough. For, <laughs> it was enough for uh, the... I mean, who knows who actually got involved with this assassination? Because yeah. according to Canadian intelligence, they right. had visual evidence that suggests that this was an actual assassination. But they won't yeah. release it. They, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the deal with that is. But uh, all, all I can say, I know the U.S. U.S. intelligence believes them. Yeah, I just all I know is that uh, India has taken out a potential problem because there was some kind of referendum that they're trying to get the sick people these that not that they're sick but you know the sick nation yeah. of people to have isn't their it own isn't it, yeah, Sikh. Isn't it pronounced Sikh? 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 Yeah. all right maybe all right. it's more maybe that's more i don't know maybe we're wrong though but i i feel like Sikh is how i heard it uh, i've heard I've, it all the time i used to work with a lady who was Sikh, and that's how she pronounced Sikh. Sikh? okay oh, all right all right so Good Sikh. For me. uh yeah so they're trying to create their own nation their own statehood with the Khalistan refer- referendum yeah and uh, i think this guy was like a heavy a heavy hitter as far as like somebody was that big, was pushing that agenda he was a big time player in that yeah in that so, realm, right? so this guy ended up on fucking canadian soil and ended up dead so i think this couldn't have gone any worse dude like you had somebody that was already inspiring people now he's fucking dead now you made him a martyr yeah no basically i think the opposite of what they were trying to achieve is going to happen mm. and now if you kind of if you look at the the whole overall global implications of this it, it's that the indians are now saying we don't give a fuck where you are or what citizenry you are um a member of because this guy was a canadian citizen he got a canadian citizenship pass or whatever the fuck it's called there and i wonder if that's by like by sanctuary like, i think that's what it is because yeah. canada i from what i've heard and what i believe i've read is that canada's very uh liberal with giving out the old uh Saint, like uh, uh what is a- it amnesty? asylum oh it's yeah the Asi- asylum yeah. visas yeah. they if you are like a member of someone who's trying to seek some sort of freedom or anything they will immediately fucking hand it to you and you get full canadian citizenship and all the bells and whistles that go with that yeah so this guy had that so basically they've come and assassinated on a foreign in foreign, foreign territory, yeah, foreign. a foreign citizen who was causing them a problem. And now... It's, that's straight up an act of war. I mean, yeah, real, it is. And if, again, I think we've said this before about, you know, World War I. Uh, essentially, uh, World War I got started because everybody was, A, looking for a reason, and B, literally the Parts. equivalent of a historical nobody got assassinated. <laughs> and and this, this could very... What if this... God, God, what, just imagine. It was just a bunch... Basically, a lot of fucking proxy wars started, and then unfortunately, the proxy wars got so big that the big the big handlers had to get involved, and that's what led to World War One. But it's funny, like, what's that one meme? How do I explain how me, a German, <coughs> fighting the Brits in India because a Turk was killed? Well, because some guy was, was who's our chief right from? I think he was Prussian. Prussian. Or he was fucking one of those weird... And he was killed by the Ottomans or the Turks. Yeah. The Ottomans. So me, a British guy, has to fight the Germans in India because of that. How does that make sense? <laughs> right. And that's... And this... There's so many proxy wars happening right now. I mean, shit. Who knows? This... I'm not saying this is going to be the catalyst. For I don't know if we... III, okay. But. So I don't know if we can expand upon this. Yeah. Because I, I, I have ideas about things. All right. Because uh, we're... Now we're talking. Now that we mentioned India, right? Yeah. In grand scheme, they are. Uh, I don't know if colluding is the right word because you know it's technically 
you know, as far as we know, it's it's all good by the books that sure. they're creating an economic alliance with Brazil. Right, yeah. Uh, Brazil, Russia, Russia, India, well, themselves, well, like yeah. uh, China, and South Africa. That one I don't understand. Like, that, that one just, like, came out of nowhere. Um, I, I don't really understand that one. But uh, that's a new economic alliance as far as we know. And I don't know how that shit's going to work out if it's just something that they trade amongst each other without, like, putting taxes. Right. On, or imposing taxes on one another yeah. and sharing resources and trading and all that shit. But uh, now we have six additional countries. I don't remember all of them, but well, I'll do my best shot. It's Iran, Saudi Arabia, the United Emirates, the United Arab Emirates, Argentina, right. and uh, there's one more, Ethiopia, I think. Ethiopia, yes. Okay, well, anyways. So the funny thing about, like... All those is that they're conveniently located in the Middle East. So, like, that already sounds like trouble. Like, it, even if there's no military alliance between right. all of them, they're kind of somewhat, like, landlocked between all the the new additions and, and right. the, the old members. So, I don't know. That kind of spells, like, trouble for us is that we don't really have a... We're not going to have a strong presence in the way that these, these guys do. And yeah. if they don't technically have a military alliance, it still feels imposing to... I mean, for myself or like right. maybe to the U.S. as well is that they're seeing all this shit. And then also, I mean, if this is like a way to combat against the U.S. to have this new economic alliance, if it if the Chinese yuan is going to be the currency in which people are going to exchange uh, or in the way they're going to do transactions, transactions and shit. Yeah. OK, obviously, that's going to hurt the U.S. dollar. Right. Um, so I don't know. Does this feel like. I mean, I think Josh said it. We said in a previous episode that if this switch happens, mm-hmm. we're not going to go down lying down about it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, China may survive our retaliation, but the rest of BRICS probably won't. And the funny thing was, like, for the number of nations that are joined into this, they're only responsible. What, what was the, num- the number for their GDP? Yeah, they're not even, they're like, they're like, I don't know, it was like 30%. We said it before. It was like some low-ass number. They're, they don't, they represent a population of over, or a population density of plus. over 50% of the world population, but only, it's only like 30-something percent of the global GDP. So it's like, you've got over half the people in the world in this fucking deal but yet you're you're like a third of the, the world's GDP. So w- what do you think about the others that are not carrying their weight, but they're just there? I, I don't want to say they're there for the sake of being there. Yeah. But it's well, like you have our backs. We, right. We have yours. So. I think. I, OK, so OK, Ethiopia, right? That's one that's that's like people would look at that and L- go like, well, let's check that. Or whoever it is, there's yeah, one African yeah. nation that is is that got it's, oh, it's up Egypt. Re- it's it Egypt, Egypt. And I think Eth- and they're all along the uh, what's the river that's like right next to Egypt? Is it the uh, well, it's, is it the Dan- Danube? I don't know. There's a bunch of them over there. Well, you, 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 well continue anyways. If well, anyways, you so what I'm saying is, okay, so even the smaller countries that don't necessarily, like the ones in Africa, right, the smaller countries that kind of seem like, eh, maybe they possibly are irrelevant, it's the foot in the door for China to be, and, and potentially even India, to get in and say, hey, now you've got some countries here, this is now a foothold for us, and we can start to expand 
this alliance into Africa and take Africa and make them financially and economically tied to us. And then it, it's going to be in everyone's best interest for them to, hey, hey, guys, hey, uh, Ethiopia, you have a shit ton of lithium, which is what we make batteries out of. Or you have a shit ton of cobalt, which is something that we also use to make fucking electric vehicles. Mm. So if you have this, but you have no way of mining it. Why don't you let us come in? You're you're economically tied to us. We're going to give you a shit ton of money. We're going to give you a shit ton of infrastructure to be able to do this. And we're going to send our guys over and teach you how to mine this fucking thing. And then, yeah, yeah, you can sell it to whoever the fuck you want. But you give us but a good deal. But we get first dibs yeah. and we get a good deal. And or, or really, the deal will likely be in return. We can just take 50% of ten, it for ten, free. Oh, or yeah. whatever, whatever the percentage is yeah. for free. And... That's a great deal for China because they're basically spending money. They're building a, a, a staunch ally in, in, in once that country becomes an economic powerhouse of its own because it's now generated all this income that it's been mining all these things with and, and, and becoming a first world country or even potentially, let's just say, a second world country. And they become bigger, better. And then economically, they will have some pull and they will have some influence in the world, which they will utilize to assist the Chinese or the Indian or whoever is going to be the big dog that comes out of this, because I don't believe for a second that obviously we're not going to go, we're not going to go down like laying down on this. America's not. And I don't believe for a second that China and India are like exclusively, no one's bent the knee yet. I don't think they yeah, like he, each they other. Fucking, I don't, I don't, they don't think, yeah, they there's don't a even, board, there's a border dispute where they continue every fucking day that they don't shoot each other. They're, they're specifically requested. They're specifically armed with swords, shovels, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. specifically so they can fuck each other up without killing each other. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, there is, there is tension there. But I think that they both realize that in order to to try to take us out, they can't do it on their own. Either of them. So they need to, they need to team up begrudgingly. But then what I think India is doing is I think India, and I also think this is why nothing may actually ever happen, is because I think both of them are going to try to play the waiting game and say all right, either India or China, one of these assholes is going to jump first and attack us or there's something that's going to happen, right? And it's going to it's gonna irk the United States or they're going to do something that pisses us off. With China, it's, it's Taiwan. With India, who the fuck knows? It could be invading fucking Pakistan or doing some shit like that that could piss us off in some, in some way. Well, it could be and, them assassinating Sikhs on well, our territory. It could, be, it could be them if they, yeah, if they come here and assassinate Sikhs on our okay, land. Okay, but we also, uh, yeah, keep going, keep but anyways, going. Anyways, if we, if, if we, if they, one of them pisses us off first and they incur our ire, then whoever we go after first, likely it will be a mutual destruction. And so that's where the other one is going to just wait, and then they're going to wait it out. And now that the we've been weakened to the point where we're no longer a world power, and that other country is weakened to where they're easily subverse or subduable, then boom, that's when whoever's going to do it. Which, if they're going to each play that fucking game, then no one's ever going to make a move. Which our our threat of, of nuclear war or whatever the case is that we say that we're going to retaliate against whoever fucks with us, mm. that threat alone is basically what's going to keep them both at bay because then they're going to just wait and because they're going to say, fuck, we can't take them on individually and they both want that number one position. So it's like, um, it's like, it's like all the villains in like every comic book or anything like that, right? None of them can ever fucking get together because they're all vying for the top guy spot. And they, if, they, if one of them just bent the knee, like Russia bent the knee to China. So, if India were to bend the knee to China, it's done. It's over. We're, we're going to lose. 
And that's going to be the end of it because then no one is going to give a fuck about who's going to be in charge because they all clearly know that China or whoever the one that they bend the knee to is going to be the big dog. No one's going to be trying to take them out after they're weakened from a war with us. So then that's it. It's We're just going to get fucked up. Or well, Listen, we're going to fuck everybody else up, but we're going to also get fucked up as well. Yeah. So that could be what's saving us right now is that neither of them want to fucking admit that they want to bow to the other and that's just they're gonna just see who blinks first that's the funny thing with us because we're not asking i mean i'm sure we are in private whatever but as publicly as we are we're not asking any other nations to bend the knee to us we're just asking for you to hey trade with us and be cool yeah so we're not saying hey you're our bitch like russia is doing to the ukraine but they're doing they also too are doing kind of what we're doing as well because uh that thing with uh the niger uh that coup that took place Right. ECOWAS, I think, has bailed on trying to restore the former president. And France has decided that they they're getting rid of their ambassador and they're also uh, removing their military forces from that region. So they also think it's a lost cause. So I think Russia has given their endorsement. What I don't know is if they actually given them like hardware as far as um, like. Well, I saw. Yeah, I saw a report earlier that um, right now in Afghanistan, the Taliban has has just mobilized to fight Wagner in Afghanistan. So there's shit going on in Afghanistan as well from Russia. Mm. Well, the only thing I was... But that's something I don't don't get. Wasn't Wagner demilitarized? They had a a plane explode today. (laughs) It was on the runway, and then it didn't... So I, I, I don't... Remember exactly what it was? If it was, um, they weighted the plane unevenly, so it caused the <laughs> fucking airplane to dip forward. Like oh, it, man. it, it went far enough that it went off the uh, the runway, and then all you just see, <laughs> somebody was like, you know, they, I think they might have had a chance if they like tried to salvage it before they hit the the dirt, and even when they were on the dirt, it's like, oh, maybe they're all right, and then you know, three seconds later, it, it fucking explodes, dude. <laughs> like so. <laughs> Bad day for fucking uh, Wagner, dude. Yeah. Like, Wagner and planes are not Not no good. (laughs) (laughs) They should just stick to ground vehicles. Yeah. But but what you're saying about Ikawasa, that Niger thing, there has to be something there. I don't know what it is. There's got to be some resource. It's uranium. Oh, there it is. Yeah, like Russia would want like hey we we like you guys you know we want you to to take over and you know maybe you guys can give us kickback with um you know uranium let us come in and mine your uranium i think no they they do the opposite you guys mine it for us because we don't want to be exposed to that shit (laughs) that's true we'll give you the tools to do it because i I don't think that they can do it right now we learned our lesson from chernobyl yes yeah right i think there's some kind of uh I don't know if it's the general sentiment amongst African countries. Yeah. They want to get rid of like imperialist roots, knowing that uh, in, in, in centuries past, you know, all these countries went to Africa and conquered oh, all these people. Yeah, at raped some, and pillaged. And, like the Ivory Coast, I think, is has French. I think it has French influence. If yeah, I'm not a mistaken. lot of them do. There's a lot of them that have English French, I mean, South you know, Africa, Spain, Spaniard. There's some places that are that speak Spanish, and I think all of them are just fucking done with that shit. Yeah, but like you know, all these other countries, I I assume Russia is looking to turn that into an advantage. It's like okay, we're not, we don't care about you guys 
like conquering you at all or doing anything. We just want to have like a friendly relationship. You know, anything you guys need, we can help you out and maybe just kick back, you know, give us a kickback in like in resources or whatever. Right. If it is lithium or if it is uranium or whatever it is. And I guess I have this antiquated thought that, uh, okay, I don't know how much strategic value Africa itself provides, but there was this theory back in the Cold War that um, it was called domino theory, and mm-hmm. it was said that if one country fell to communism, which is why we were in Vietnam and and trying to prevent the uh, Eastern and Western Bloc, or like for the Eastern Bloc to expand towards us, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like maybe that situation is happening once more is that you have all these nations allying with one another and maybe you have Russia and China influencing what's happening, happening in Africa in some regard. And maybe they're not like, maybe they're not under the dominion of these countries, but it's enough to say like, Oh, we have a handshake deal about, right. Uh, you know, certain things like, oh, if you guys need hardware for, for war, oh, yeah. shit, we, we got, we got you. you, buddy. But you, you got to kick us back some, like, when you guys take over, when the new warlords take over, like, you got to give us a kickback or yeah. whatever, because yeah. they, they can't upstart themselves. Like, they can't just... Well, we do that, yeah. too, with third world nations when it comes to oil. Yeah, so I do want to go on a bit of tangent. Oh, let's do it. All right, because, you know, we have all that stuff in Africa going on right mm-hmm. so maybe maybe it is or isn't influenced by BRICS itself but you know those countries are in the they're in that realm dude it's interesting and yeah when you guys were talking about you know what would it take for us to go to war i don't think the death of like that guy is going to be the one because no. we already had a situation like that with and i don't think we would actually go to war with saudi arabia because like as far as I understand, we were kind of like their personal security and we provided them like, you know, aircrafts to oh, supply yeah. their their armed forces. But we were kind of like largely their. Oh, yeah. Pro- we're their pro- protector. But that guy, Khashoggi, who was somebody that was consi- like uh, criticizing the uh, Saudi royal family or whatever and the right. government itself that guy ended up dead yeah. and all, all the u.s did was like give him a slap on the wrist and look the other way right so it's like how is that going to be any different for this guy true but then look at what saudi arabia did literally right after that oh then they, they joined, go ahead and join bricks yeah like a bunch of assholes yeah. so you're just okay cool we 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 looked we turned the other cheek essentially on that shit and then you went ahead and fucking got in bed with the enemy mm. so it's like, okay, bitch, you want to play that shit? Then good luck fucking yeah, dealing with uh um, Good luck with uh, Yemen, China. Dude. Yeah, good, good, luck, good luck China with Yemen, dude. fucking protecting you from that shit, you know? Cuz they can't do it. They don't have the force projection if we said then force projection if it, com- as we if said it comes before. down between them or Saudi Arabia, they're going to choose them. Oh, yeah, of course. They're not going to fucking put any assets at risk to fucking save Saudi Arabia. Um, now, that's a bad look, though, for BRICS in general, which that's what we need to happen. We need some sort of immediate, not immediate, but some sort of intermediate war between one of the nations in BRICS with like another smaller nation. And call it a proxy war, call it whatever you want. But if China doesn't step up and stamp out whatever the fuck is happening, then then BRICS is just, it's it's proven to be the paper tiger that it is because then, oh, what? You're not going to come militarily help me when I've literally signed all this shit. What if me. it actually happens in like uh, like Africa? Like, hey, we, we said we wanted this thing and you guys are 
you guys are encroaching on our territory, you bitches. And who who knows who, who yeah. that'll be? It might be India and it might sure. be fucking China. But what if that's like a possibility is that the proxy war will take place because it's like, oh, we got to extract all these resources and everybody has to benefit from it in some way. But maybe somebody gets a little bit greedy. and Yeah, I mean, that, that could be the thing that sets it off. And honestly, I think that Africa will, I don't, obviously the Ukraine's not the thing that's going to set it off because that would have already happened by now. Yeah, ta- um, Taiwan is like the, the go-to is, is the go-to yes, one. That's the one that I I think is more unrealistic because I don't I personally I don't think China has the balls. I don't think that they have the fucking stones to actually invade Taiwan and call our bluff on it because that is like we have said even now granted not to get political but okay obviously Biden is the president, right? And he is basically the softest president we've had in a while on military conflict and like war. Um, especially, you know, with what's been going on with this, with the, with the, the, the Sikh thing in Canada, they've just kind of said, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna fucking do anything about it. Like, we're just gonna let it ride. But yeah, um, like I was saying earlier, he sends agents out to Sikh leaders in the U.S. saying, careful, you could be the next target. Yeah, basically saying we're not gonna do anything to stop it, essentially, is, is what that report is. But if you look at, and, and yes, in the Ukraine, we've sent them shit to help them out, but... If this would have been any other president, I mean, even Obama, I think, would have said, nah, man, we got to go in and do something about this. And I think that and Trump for sure. That's why they waited until Trump was out of office, because they knew Trump would fucking send guys in to go fucking put a stop to this and and just be like, no, this ain't happening. And for what? For Ukraine specifically, which is why I don't think Ukraine is was the flashpoint it's it's and i don't think taiwan or china has the balls to invade taiwan because even biden has said himself that was my point was that he's soft on war but even he himself has said there will be retaliation if you invade taiwan like he has straight up said guys that's the line all right like i'm okay with you paying me all this extra money on the side and all this bribery shit but guys he's publicly said if you attack Taiwan, there will be consequences. There will be a war. There will be, we will at, not directly attack you, but they, he said that there will be a consequence for that. So I don't, I don't know that China would have the balls to do it um, unless that's just a bullshit bluff and they know he's bullshitting and they do it anyways. But I, I don't think that's the case. I think that they will just... You think they're waiting for the next election to see if he gets reelected? I think that's what kind of what it is. And if they do wait... Because if he gets reelected, then there's nothing to lose. Then he doesn't have to have a hardline stance on anything because he got what he wanted. He gets reelected again, right? But if he's trying to get reelected and the Taiwanese get invaded by by China and we don't do anything, that's an automatic no go. Like that's an automatic. You're getting not getting elected again if you don't do shit. If you just stand by and watch it happen, <coughs> send your thoughts and prayers or whatever the fuck you want to do. <clears throat> that's why he had to react. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons for why he. Instantly started helping Ukraine, but that's also uh, that's got to be one of the reasons, though. Yeah, it's bad optics. Uh, I think uh, and we got to test all our military equipment without risking our troops. That's true. The uh, so I, I don't know. Okay, so Taiwan itself has had history with China in the sense that. Uh, the these were the people that were in power prior to the communist party taking over all of china it became the people's republic of right. china right yeah so taiwan is just i mean i don't know why they haven't done it already like i mean besides the fact that we are protecting them or whatever cuz it's like oh yeah we're we're fucking 
we are the one true fucking China, I guess, is what they what they believe, right? Or they want to absorb Taiwan itself to become right. Because if you it, look, because Ta- Taiwan is referred to as the Republic of China, like that's what it's actually referred to. Yeah, and yeah, it's like its own country, but Ty- China says no, like we own this shit. It was the same thing with Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong also was its own separate thing, but then whatever, a few years ago, I mean, I don't remember exactly how many years ago it was, but China came in and took it over and said, nah, you guys don't get to do your own thing anymore. Hong Kong was a pretty liberal, pretty, you know, free area of China that they just kind of allowed to happen for a while. Because it was under the dominion of the UK, wasn't it? Right, and then when that deal expired, literally, like, immediately, China went in and fucking just... It's ours now. Said, no, we own it, and guess what? Everything's going to be like it is in mainland China. And I don't... I'd have to look up why... Because I don't know fucking manufacturing or what semiconductors are for. But Taiwan is probably like one of the major producers of semiconductors. So uh, it's been said that also that is a big play for why we have to protect... uh, we have to protect Taiwan, Taiwan itself. Right, yeah. But we, I, like I said, I don't understand what what, sure. that, what semiconductors mean and for the future of... Yeah. May, maybe it has to do with like the future of computing or just like anything that has to do with uh, electronics and shit. Right. Well, it's got to be... There's got to be some specific technical knowledge that a person has to have in order to be involved in the manufacturing of semiconductors, right? And if that's the case, uh, there's got to be a reason why we don't really necessarily do it here in that manner and there's a reason there for some reason why it's it's really only done there that that's really one of the only places that it happens yeah i think that's what would that's what and that's china what china would wants be, would be after is yeah to be a unified china with themselves in control referring to right. the communist party and then they china, control yeah. all of the computer the semi, chips semi, in yeah. the entire world because then guess what every single computer chip that's ever made will have a chinese back door mm. that they can come in and just look at whatever the fuck it is they well, want well i don't know about that but <laughs> sure no i'm telling you that's I, I believe that that's exactly the reason why they would want to do it because their whole state state exists on surveillance it's it's exists on social credit scores and the only way you can enforce that is if you know exactly what everybody's doing and all their dirty little secrets and what fucking uh porn they're looking up on the internet or whatever they're doing on their fucking computer with their webcam they they can just turn it on and fucking i mean these these laptops that we have in front of us have the ability where if the manufacturer wanted to they could turn on your camera and they could watch you yeah i mean to. what joy what joy would bring to these uh, companies to None. see there is no financial see. value in it. <laughs> see me jerking off yeah, yeah, yeah there is no financial value in that whatsoever but to a government that's totalitarian there is a it, it is priceless the value that they would have in that so that's what they want. That's what they're after because I guarantee you that's exactly what's going to happen. And then it's going to force us to create semiconductors here because then we're our country's going to know are. You're right. We're starting to do that. I don't know what exactly we're doing or what we're exactly creating. Yeah. But I think we're starting to go down that path. And maybe that's because we know that they're going to fucking take over Taiwan and we're going to destroy all that or shit. Or they can't count on us. We, we can't count on Taiwan right. uh, being ours. So it's that's like what, the secu- security plan. Yeah, because that's what I've seen is what the plan is essentially is if Taiwan gets invaded and we, we can't defend it, then we're just going to blow up every fucking... Every fucking chip or semiconductor facility is rigged with explosives supposedly and then they can just hit the button and there it goes hit the button and drop a couple bombs and that's the end of it i think we should just be assholes to that example in vietnam Mm -hmm. 
um, when China entered the war and pushed us back to the, the 38th color, parallel or whatever, parallel, whatever it's called. Um, it was funny because the actual border between North and South Korea was layered with hills and mountains. Not, not even mountains, just hills. And the three main ones that, well, at least the one I was reading about was the one about um, the Nevada ones. There was three hills. It was Reno. I can't remember. The other th- it mm-hmm. was three states in Nevada. Three, three cities, cities in Nevada, yeah. And, um, and I believe Reno was the tallest one. And that was the one that had the most... Um, Everyone said we cannot lose that. We cannot lose that hill because if we lose that hill, we lose every. We lose all the other hills because mm. it was the highest one. Yeah, uh, as we all know, the high ground wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think at one point it was looking like we were going to lose it or something like that. And the U and the U.S. brass just decided, you know what? If we can't have the high ground, we're just not going to have a high ground. And they just bombed the living shit out of it, so there was no high ground. So. We have a history of if we can't have it, no one can. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen with that. Yeah, so if anything, that'll be the catalyst for a possible World War Three scenario. Or maybe it's Israel right. and all these countries that we've sure. been talking about that surround yeah. uh, these these this BRICS alliance, this economic alliance. Is that the fa- yeah, they just, just them being circling like fucking buzzards over a fucking carcass just ready to pick pick Israel's bones clean dude like that those are the one or two scenarios and i hate i hate saying that uh you know there there's been uh like whether it's you know evangelists or whatever Christian oh, denominations yeah, yeah. that push fucking the end of the world. <laughs> I would actually hate for that scenario to come true because then they actually would believe that, that they were right. That they were right. Yeah, that they And it was it. just, you know, more than anything, it was just strictly coincidental that it right. happened, but they manifested it. Yeah. It was a self fulfilling process. Yeah, pro- basically. So it has to be Taiwan just, just for the sake of like. <laughs> of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, all right. Would you got anything else about this uh, specific thing? Um,. Or do we do we go down the rabbit hole enough? I guess on that. Well, I was gonna. I mean, I, there was another thing I wanted to bring up too, but because I mean, we're, while we're on the su- subject of bricks, yeah, and in Russia being included in that, because yeah, yeah. we there there was a report, and now it's come out that it's false. I don't know how false it is because we mm-hmm. don't know if that guy Sokolov is uh, is dead or not. Oh yeah, good. That's what I was actually gonna bring up right now. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess the Ukraine sent a missile over towards the Crimea, Crimean territory, yeah. and it killed 34 people. And they suspected that it was Admiral 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 Sokolov that uh, was murdered or yeah, killed, which or, is the commander of the Black, Black Sea, sea Fleet. Fleet. Yeah, and um, well, it, it seems that he <laughs> it could be some weekend at Bernie shit that this guy might be alive because they have video footage of the guy. Reporting for to you know whatever meeting that they were having, yeah. But uh, as far as anybody knows, like nobody can really confirm if this guy is actually in fact dead or if this is just video footage that was used from you know another right another thing or and and I saw the video too and I will say it does look like a dead guy laying on the laying in a fucking thing and like he's just like because his eyes really aren't like open all the way and you're just kind of like this is a little fishy but this is my question that i I think it's a legitimate one if if that happens okay some major guys if these assholes uh, the enemy is saying that oh we killed this fucking admiral why wouldn't you just if he's alive 
Why wouldn't you just have him come out and just hold up a newspaper and be like, yeah, I'm fucking alive. You didn't kill me, bitch. Go fuck yourselves. Why leave it up to some weird interpretation? Or if you're going to have him in this meeting, have him speak or give a presentation to at least show this guy is like not even he doesn't speak the whole thing. Like it's it's real fucking weird. Yeah. Why pick? the most the the least convincing way to prove that this dude is alive why not just have him speak or just right whatever dude literally do anything or the thing you were talking about have a newspaper and to take a photo with the dude and 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 right something that would just be undisputable and then you could just say well i guess ukrainian intelligence is full of shit and they don't know what they're talking about so they can go fuck themselves because guess what bitch i'm here i'm alive Nothing, you guys didn't kill me. You And then, really, that would then just discredit basically everything that the Ukrainian intelligence would be saying from then on because everyone would be taking it with a grain of salt because uh, obviously they were just proven wrong about one thing when they said, oh, yeah, we believe we killed this guy. Well, I mean, they were kind of celebrating and going, woohoo. And so it's like, again, I think that they probably, I mean, they it looks like they probably did kill this guy because, until until I see evidence from the Russians that proves otherwise, which would be more convincing right. than this fucking bullshit ass Skype meeting that well, this I mean, guy was on. Ukraine's been doing it for a long time because NATO, uh, NATO, um, Russia, where we saying, oh, we just hit a, we just hit a bunch of NATO officers with the, one of our missiles, whatever. Right. And then Ukraine's like, really? He's right here. Yeah, I'm fine, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't the Russians do that if the guy was alive? And so that leads me to believe that the guy's probably fucking dead and the Russians just don't want to look like fucking idiots. Um, but at the same time, but who cares though? Like, yeah, say, hey, the terrorists launch a like. Wouldn't you do that? Even if the guy did get killed, just be like, I would play because you know how Russia has the uh, what should we call it? The um, a reputation of having corrupt political officials, right? Yeah, and um, I would have just say, hey, thanks, you made it easier for me to replace these corrupt officials. <laughs> yeah, or even. If this guy wasn't one of them, again, just be like, oh, the terrorists killed the beloved Admiral fucking Sokolov or whatever his name is and blah, blah, blah. And man, we have to really step up our shit and start killing people like crazy to make this fucking go away, to make this problem disappear. So fucking, I don't know. It, it it's, very, it's very sketchy to me, and I think that... The the Russians really just if if the guy's alive they just just put out a goddamn video with the newspaper and just fucking call it a day like what why are we fucking around you know you're just lying to everybody now is what it seems like so, something else happened uh, that was kind of funny it was uh-huh. the I think Zelensky appeared at the some Canadian mm-hmm. hearing or something mm-hmm. and they were honoring one of the people and it turned out that he was a uh, he was a Nazi or some shit. Damn. Yeah, they they, they fucked up. I, I'd have to let me let me double check real quick to see who the person was because you also hey. see that uh, what's it called uh, Poland that they're starting shit with Poland. Who is Ukraine? What do you mean they're starting shit with Poland for? I don't know. I've been seeing all the things about them to talking shit, and like Poland just officially announced that they're going to stop sending military aid to them. <sighs> well, I mean, hey, Poland Poland wants to fuck some Russians up, so. I, I, I would, so either I would be, either Ukraine really really pissed, pissed them, them off, off yeah. or Poland's getting ready. Yeah. I say nope, no more guys. Nah, because we we need to keep this shit for ourselves. 
And they were just looking for an excuse. Hey, man, we just need to keep our shit to ourselves. And sorry. <laughs> like, what, like what happened with the U.S.? We can't give them any more aid because we reached our... Um, yeah, our limit or whatever. That we're allowed to give out. Yeah. Yeah, so, so within the Canadian Parliament, uh-huh. they were honoring this guy named uh, Yaroslav Hunka, who was part of the first Ukrainian division in World War II, but it turns out the guy was a fucking Nazi. <laughs> well, wait a minute, though. Was he... Was he a... Cause, was, he <laughs> what, a vo- we- was he a volunteer or voluntold? Voluntold? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, if he was drafted, I mean, you can't... Okay, yeah, you were you were in the German army. I, I, would, I don't know if you were... A Nazi. Well, like, like, remember that video we saw about when America stole that German U-boat? Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were trying to figure out how to repair it, we tried asking the Nazis, and then they're like, no, no, no. And then they found one engineer who was Polish, who was constricted, and he's like, you want help to fuck the Nazis? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, uh, the guy I saw, he says, war isn't black and white sometimes. And you got to remember, like, um, the opening scene of Private, Saving Private Ryan... Yeah. Remember those Germans that were trying to surrender to the Americans, saying, yeah. uh, speaking whatever uh, German, or at least that's what they thought it was, and then they still killed them? Turned out they were Czechoslovakian, and they were speaking in Czech, saying, please, please, we're not Germans, we're not Germans. Well, okay, it's like earlier today, uh, Frank and I, we were, doing, we were doing some shopping, and he was talking about, oh, supporting or not supporting a certain like product or whatever, right? And... I, I said, well, I mean, it's not like this one thing was in charge of this and this other thing. And, and then Frank said, uh, well, were there, were there good Nazis and were there bad Nazis? No, I said, what was the, it? Is that what you, you said? No, you said by supporting this company, you're not, no, you're saying not the company, just the specific product that caused the issue. Right. That's specific so you're, thing. You're, so it's okay to support the main company, just not that specific supply. Just not and that was, specific product line. Yeah. I guess and I say said, that. that's like, say, that's like saying that. It's okay to like the Nazis. It's just, but you just have to hate the SS. Well, I mean, there's a difference between a, a hardline Nazi who believed all the shit that they believed. Yeah, but and I'm then, just saying, my example in that situation is yes, it was this product that caused the problem, but it was this corporation that was feeding that product. All right, before I go down this rabbit hole, I'd just like to clarify all this by saying yes, fuck the Nazis, all right? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I support Nazis. Any modern day people who are Nazis, go fuck yourselves, all right? I just want to put that out there. We okay? were just using this as, I was using this as a. Right, but I'm going to say. There, I think that there's a difference. Yeah, just because you wore the swastika on your uniform or whatever, or you, well, it doesn't mean you were like, oh, a hardcore fucking party believer of the Nazi party. If you got conscripted and then you had to fucking do this or else they would kill you, well, yeah, shit. Look at Poland. Poland was literally the first na- one of the first nations they invaded. Right. And people, they forced people to fight for yeah. them. That's what I'm saying. So technically, if you were polish and got conscripted into the nazi army well you were a nazi but it, well like i said there's there's good Nazis. there were good nazis well, like and there were bad nazis like so it's like i can what? support the nazis who are like fuck this shit and i want to end this all right or, or do anything we can to help it out or not be involved and just be like oh fuck man i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be over here i'm gonna go away i'd be okay with that but yeah the guys who were in the co- fucking concentration camps running the ovens sure those are the worst those are definitely like ir- irredeemable fucking people right in the yeah. terms of in the scale of good and bad essentially yeah so, so this guy um so if this guy was printed on ovens in auschwitz then yeah fuck him but if he was like a fucking private in an infantry battalion that was just in the german army during world war ii that was run by the nazis i'd be willing to say yeah maybe he wasn't so bad i don't know but anyways so 
Some uh, Jewish advocacy groups, friends of Simon Weisenthal mm-hmm. Center and Benai Brith of Can- Benai Brith Canada. Yeah, those are the two uh, advocacy groups that condemned this dude for being part of the first Ukrainian division, also known as the 14th Waffen Grenadier uh, Division, which served under the commander of the Nazis. So I don't. What does that mean, though? Served under the, well, the commander of the Nazis was Hitler. So yeah, that, it definitely doesn't sound like he was in our circle. Uh, okay, so history generally knows it by its shorthand, the Galatian Division. Or is that is that how you pronounce it? Galatian. Galatian. I don't know G- how you spell it. G a l i c i a n. Galatian or Galician? Galician, I think is how you. Uh, according to the University of Manitoba professor emeritus of Slavic studies. Miroslav, oh wow, dude, <laughs> a name, yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> this gentleman uh, said a quote: "In all, about twenty-five thousand Ukrainians served in the in the uh, aforementioned uh, unit unit that we were talking about, the Grenadier Division or whatever. Uh, its strength was around twelve thousand at any given time, with another three thousand. Okay, so uh, its role during the Second World War." has been a hot-button issue down to today. Its legacy has uh, surfaced yet again in Vladimir Putin's big lie that Ukraine's current government... Shit, that kind of played into his hands, I guess. Even if it was kind of coincidental that the guy was part of the, um, you know, a division that was serving, like, the Nazis, even though it was part of, like, the Ukrainian armed forces. Like, I mean... They they got a fucking ball th- or what is it? They got a bone thrown yeah, to the, right. their way. Yeah, just strictly out of on coincidence. Optics, yeah. On optics alone and coincidence, they got a bone yeah. thrown at them. Uh, conflicted historical opposing uh, shit. You know what? I don't really want to take too much time with fucking just reading this yeah. shit. But nonetheless, the guy served under Nazis, and I'm just gonna assume the worst and just. I know that's very, that he was flipping on ovens in Auschwitz no, and he was fucking. No, I mean, I don't know about that. But the fact that he was serving under Nazis is not good. It's yeah, not, but it's, 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 it was during World War Two, right? Yeah. So obviously it wasn't willing. It, it, like, it was. Well, let's I guess that's what we would need to find out. Was he was he conscripted or was he a vol- like Frank said, was he voluntold or was he volunteer? Yeah. Because if he was volunteer and he wanted to fucking uh, do some shit and and support the Nazis, then all right. This guy was probably an asshole. But if he was voluntold and conscripted, I w- it would be easier for me to believe that maybe the guy's a, not a fucking shitbag because... He's not. A, he's definitely not a hero. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it should be glorified in terms of... of a, he, he's a, he could be a victim, too. But sure. Still, honoring the guy is... What were they honoring choice. him? What were they even honoring him for? Just that? Just, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't... No. At this I mean, like... At I, this point, I guess it doesn't matter, but... No. Because they definitely weren't honoring honoring him for that military service, because that obviously is controversial, and the Canadians are very uh, polite, as they say. So there's no way that they would fucking yeah, let that slip to the crap. war crimes. Well, even... That's true. Just reading this, like... And it's written from a, a, a Jewish perspective, this uh-huh. free press thing, I think... Uh, or the source of this article. Oh no, the forward is the. Let's see, reported. Uh, fuck, man. Well, it's. I guess it's been debated that what what the historical interpretation of that specific division has been. Um. So I don't know, man. I I like I said, if the guy was working with Nazis, I mean, it's not. That doesn't look great. 
So no, like, the fact that the fact that he well, was honored. It, I mean, this guy's saying that the dude was in the SS. Like he was yeah, in the fucking mm-hmm. like that he was that's, in that's the volunteering. This is from the New York Times. So I mean, this guy was. I mean, if you were in the SS, man, that's 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 pretty fucking bad. Yeah, right? that's, that's not good. Yeah, that's definitely not. So we could just put him in the irredeemable. I think we could put him in the shitbag fucking category for sure. <laughs> get fucked. Yeah, this guy, he's 98. Give I your balls he, a yeah, tug, dude. Yeah, give, no, give his fucking heart a tug and get him, get him some of that fucking heart attack medicine and fucking put him to sleep, all right? That's, <laughs> that's what needs to happen. Isn't that kind of like when Biden was a part of that parade with the former leader of the KKK? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man. <laughs> anyway. So where where are we at with that? We we cook we 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 done with this? I think we're I think we're done cooking we, on that. Uh, are we kosher? Oh man. <laughs> we're just getting all the letters now, all the emails. But mean? yeah, I think we're I think we're good. Okay. Uh on that one. So now, okay, now to get to the um the main course. The main event, the as as we say, the meat and potatoes. Right. Obviously governments are, what? Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to pause it for just a second. It's going to take one second. You guys won't even notice, so stand by. Getting to the main event now. Okay, so uh, pause break done for us. For you, it was instant, but now it's on to the main event. All right, the main course. The main course. And this is where I wanted to see, I guess, a thought experiment, if you will. If we could, uh, you know, come up with our own sort of perfect government, all right? We're, we're going to have this fictional country of the CUPSDAN, and it's basically, you know, fictional. It's it's We're going to see if we can kind of come to an agreement between the three of us about what type of government it should be. Now, uh, I told both of you guys this earlier in advance so that we could, like, look up and research, you know, governments and stuff just to kind of, you know, maybe actually have a legitimate opinion on some things or... To to have a uh, you know a ridiculous view on something. So uh, I, I did a lot of I don't know how much research you guys did, but I was just kind of scrolling and perusing around on like Wikipedia, and you know I was just looking at all right you know forms of government. What do you got? Right, you got your basic democracy, you've got your communism, you've got your theocracies, you've got your you know um, you know your 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 various forms of the democracy because there's fucking a ton of them. And I, the one thing that I kind of found is that democracy or some form of it has been kind of the most successful, I guess, in terms of... I mean, look what it did to us in just a short span of 200 years. <clears throat> right. And I mean, yeah, and you've, you know, you've got, there's the, there's the monarchies and these type of things. But I think, for my opinion, all right, I think that obviously a democracy or some to- sort of it has to be kind of the basis of it a little bit. And... In my research, I, I, I found what I thought, which I kind of already knew of previously, but it just, it, for some reason, didn't click until I somehow read it on <laughs> Wikipedia for the probably Excuse the 30th time, Yeah, is, to me, the best democracy that ever existed was piracy in the 1700s, the 1700s. <laughs> All right. And... It was the most pure form of democracy. Every single person had an equal vote on the boat. Every single person got an equal share. Every single person had a say. The fucking, you had a dual executive, essentially, in in command. You had the captain who was in charge of the ship. 
but the quartermaster was also in charge of the ship as the crew's representative, and so the captain couldn't do shit without the quartermaster agreeing. So, so there was like a union with for like the there was like a union representative for that was the, also the president, I guess, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so it was it was in everybody's best interest because obviously decisions and this is all outside of combat right because obviously in combat things are crazy the captain had ultimate authority during combat even when it came down to punishments it was all voted on by the crew they if the captain if they thought that the captain was being too harsh on somebody with a punishment or enforcing it their code and that was the other thing they voted on the code at the whenever they would form a new crew they voted on a code. They all agreed to it and swore by it that we're going to follow this code. We all agree that here's the code. Here's the punishments for breaking said code. And um, if the captain was being too hard on somebody, they thought they could all call a meeting. One person could call a meeting. And if everybody, 51% of them agreed that this was too harsh of a punishment, then okay, we're going to go down to the next level and then see what happens. Um, also, if at any one time any of their elected officials, being essentially the captain or the uh, the quartermaster, if they were derelict in their duties, if they were not, if they were being cowards, if they weren't doing something right, if they pissed off the crew in any way, they could immediately be deposed. And it was an election of the majority, and then it's like, well, you're no longer captain, we're going to vote in a new captain, and that's the end of it. So you wouldn't have... The, the problems that we have today in our democracy, right, which is the corruption, the people who are lifelong politicians. Ironically, from a group of people that commit crimes, like have better <laughs> have better social contracts amongst themselves than our reputable government. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I I felt that that pirate democracy, for lack of a better term, or pirate republic is 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 the best way you can generally run a country because they i mean they did do it for 12 years they were their own country and they were Nassau? well they were well the republic yeah the the republic of nassau was basically like their version of doing that and in the end it was defeated by treachery and the crown so the crown meaning the uk the, the UK, yeah the english crown um and it was because they were, they got a couple of turncoats who were major major players in the pirate game that were major influencing influencing captains to come to their side, and basically say, hey, <clears throat> um, we're gonna give a pardon to anybody who just does whatever, otherwise or whoever renounces their piracy, and then we'll give them a pardon, and everyone will be brought in as a privateer again, and you'll all be given jobs, and hooray, you can all basically just do piracy for us, which is... <laughs> you, you could do pillage and plundering right, for... The, on behalf of the Crown. The UK Navy. Yeah, well, the Crown takes 30%, and then you guys can share the rest. That's kind of like the deal that got made, and so the, the couple of the major pirates that were there said, oh, cool, we're going to join up, we're going to be the first ones to sign this thing, and then they were incidentally hired by the Crown, or the, the governor... Of the republic of the new republic that was appointed by the crown, they were hired basically to then eradicate all the rest of the pirates, and so that was the tool they used was saying, "Hey, we're either going to kill you or you can just sign this fucking thing." Uh, but their perfect democracy it lasted for yeah like twelve years, and it was going strong. And if it wouldn't have been for that intervention, I feel like that that would have probably sure it's a little more violent, it's a little more it's a little more dark. Then uh, it's uncivil, a little more uncivilized, but 
There's no tyranny amongst the those people. No, there's I mean, there's none. Or there wasn't up until that point. The ultimate. It's like we talk about our three-headed government. The 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 checks and balances between them, right? Yeah. Between the power, the ultimate check and the ultimate balance is if 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 the fifty-one percent of the people that you are governing don't like what the fuck it is that you're doing, you will immediately be ousted. And there is a certain to me. There's a certain there's a certain beauty in that because. It just it just makes shit happen, and someone can call a vote. Anyone can call a vote and say, "Oh, I'm not happy with this." And if they think they've got enough people, they can call the vote, and then we can put it to a vote and see what happens. Just like we should be doing here. But in our in the new country of Cupistan. Hey, um, Adam. Yes. Yeah, I found your new. Uh, I think I found the new headquarters for us. The Hater Building. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yep. The Hater Building. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's, that's what we're going to name it. When, whenever we do get a building, that's what it's going to be called. The it's Hater Building. The Hater, Hater building. HQ. Hater HQ. And it's going to be on Hater Way. Oh, man, if we ever get enough money to build our own office, oh, it's going to be... <laughs> we're going to get the street name. Hater renamed. Way. Hater Way. Suck my ass. <laughs> oh, suck my ass Boulevard. Oh, suck my ass Boulevard. Give court. your balls a tug. <laughs> Road. Next, next <laughs> that's going to be Hater Court. <laughs> Hater, Hater Court. Court, yeah. <clears throat> that's a good one but anyways so i think that pirate democracy needs to be some some aspects of that need to be involved in in a new government that that would be created to be the perfect the perfect type of government i think uh also like filibustering if they're if we're gonna resemble some kind of aspect of the u.s government no fucking filibustering i think there should be combat involved like maybe I don't know about trial by combat. I don't know about death, but certainly there will mm. be fucked up individuals mm-hmm. on both sides because True. I think anybody that wants to come to a solution for something that wants to be, uh, I don't know, like um, what, what's like a possible thing that could be proposed as a bill or whatever that you could just like think of. Randomly. Oh, I don't know. They could say, oh, we want to uh, regulate fucking something with corn. Okay. So. There's going to be two sides to that, right? Right, yeah. And I think the only true way that you can know that somebody really wants something to happen is if combat is involved. If I, they're I, willing to fight to the death for it? Yeah, because, you know, by ver- by virtue of them being so willing to make this happen, like, you got to give it to them, dude. Like, you, it's earned. It's earned. You earned that vote, like, to say, you know, the other person has to concede. Yeah. And say, you know what? You were the better man in this scuffle. I, you are the victor of you, this proposed bill. You win and, the argument. Yes. So I don't know. What do you What do you think about well, that? I think I think I like that, and I also think that we should take it a step further, and we should introduce into the judicial system a trial by combat or some sort of thing where if you feel like you're getting railroaded, you can you can demand trial by combat, and then okay, your guilt and innocence is solely dependent upon but it's to the death though if you want to get a trial by combat yeah. it is straight to the death yeah. and in the judicial sense because if you're accused let's say you're accused of murder and you are saying hey i didn't do this or whatever i'm getting railroaded and it looks like you're gonna lose this trial you can say oh no nope, i i demand trial, trial by, combat. by combat and then you fight one of the judges <laughs> you know, or, well really I, I think what would end up happening is you would have a stacked you would have either you would have either like 
you know how they have like the deputy district attorneys or the district attorneys, right? That we vote for. You would have like, it would be like the WWF, like where you you just have these shredded huge dudes that would be like the district attorneys and they'd just be like, oh yeah, he's got 85 kills as a deputy district attorney. (laughs) He's put more men to death than anyone else. He should be voted as the whatever. And then you would also have the flip side of that where they would be working for the state in in the trial by combat. And then you'd have the flip side of that where you would have like a shitty district, like a fucking public defender, like a public defender gladiator, I guess. For like oh, so you would term. have you would have avatars that would fight one another. Yeah, so for- you could either fight for yourself, or if you let's say you didn't want to do it, you could choose a, a proxy to fight for you. But if you didn't know anybody or have anybody that would fight for you, or you couldn't hire the money to pay, like, because then that would that's where like gladiator combat would be like an actual fucking job. Yeah. And instead of attorneys, you would have these like guys making so much money being like, oh, he's the he's the trial by combat guy of the stars. Like he's the gladiator of the stars, and he they pay him millions of dollars to fight for them when they get caught up on fucking all kinds of bullshit charges or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you would be like the fucking innocent civilian that can't afford it. And the state would provide for you a fucking gladiator. I, I don't know about that. It has to. I don't know about that because then, because then, you know, if you have somebody that's representing you, like, and you're fighting against the government, they're gonna send the the biggest, and baddest dude to fight against you, and you're kind of like, well, shit. Do I really want to risk my own? Well, if you're gonna die anyways. Well, I mean, you. You want to defend right. yourself, right? Yeah. Right, right. Okay, but think about this. Okay, instead of letting just anybody be a district, uh, a public defender, right? Public defender. You make right. it in law school. Like, if you want to be, or not, like whatever the gladiatorial version of law school would be, if you <laughs> okay. practice this, yeah. you say, all right. In order for you to graduate to be able to go into like private practice as a as a gladiator or a, a defender or what is it like a trial by combat person a literal public defender yeah, like yeah. you com- you have to do like two years as a public defender like yes we'll pay you a salary you'll get paid pretty okay but you can't go into private practice as a gladiator yourself until you do this two years so then you'll always have people that are motivated to fucking fight as hard as they can because well either they're gonna die or you're gonna fucking get sent you can't go out and do this on your own and make the real money which is what the you know it's like it's like a ufc fucking or maybe you make it like a fucking maybe it doesn't have to be to the death maybe it could be like a fucking you know like a mixed martial arts fight and you could have dudes that are fighters just Okay, cool. If you want to be a fighter that can offer your services to anyone, you have to do two years as a public defender or whatever, and that's it. And that's it. Once you complete that service, then you're good. Then you can go out and do whatever you want. So you'd have guys that want to prove because if you had like a like a six and twenty three record as a fucking public defender, nobody's gonna want to fucking hire you. Yeah. So you, it would be in your best interest to try to win as many fights as you fucking could. Yeah. So then when you go into private practice for yourself, you could fucking be, you know. Garnering all the attention. I'm not down with the avatars thing because I think this should be a one to one exchange. Like, all right, you guys on the Supreme Court are fucking with me and I don't like it. And I think there should be some real stakes involved in that whoever they like, whoever is defending themselves. Has to do it themselves. Has to do it themselves. Then who do they fight? The the Supreme Court. (laughs) Like, they fight. should be a a person like, um, what do you call it? So, like, say, um, like, in California, our senator is, um, what's his name? Wasn't it Feinstein? Feinstein and, um, I forgot the other one. So, anyway, if we feel that they're not representing our thing, the people can come together and say, hey, no dice or whatever. And then that's when the champion of the people has to fight the representatives to remove them from office and then allow the new election to happen. So, it would be like. 
the one champion would be like the sword of California, the sword of Texas or whatever. And they have to fight on the people's will. So the people, so who, who makes that person, the, the people elect the yes. person to be the, the sword or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So how, how would that work? So let's say there's like, you know, 10 districts in, we have in 10, 10 sectors dude, within we, California. Well, look how we did with boxing and MMA. We'll just have minor league for gladiators and they have to keep moving up until they get to the majors. And then in the majors, Whoever wins the World Series are the ones that get to have a chance to be voted on to become the champion, the gladiator of this state. So if you've like held a championship belt, essentially, yeah. for lack of a better term, then you could get voted on to be oh one of the, the sort of the cal- state champ, the, the state st- champion for to fight for the people. Yeah. And do then you- do you have to fight the actual fucking person who's the who's the fucking representative, or do they have or can they send someone in for them? No, because. Uh, even if they win and get main, they need to be able to have that damage. To, so like to be humbled. All right, so that Feinstein lady's like ninety years old. So like if someone she challenged her, if she can't, if she can't handle the office, she shouldn't have ran. Yeah. Okay. I like so that. That, I like that. I'm on board with that. That would have to keep our entire. It keeps the, our government. It keeps youthful. our government young. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps That's it true. youthful, and it has to keep them sharp as well. Not only that, but the ones who who are old are the ones like, yeah, we're 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 not cooking. We're like yeah. we're, we're not we're not down with that. Yeah. They'll just say, you know what? It's cool. I'll take. I had a nice run. Yeah. yeah. I had a nice run. I'm gonna be out of here. Yeah. I was gonna say like, if once you run into the old, but that's when you get to the old people that are still in government. You're like, oh. no, nah, that guy. Yeah. He's he's, he's been he's, he's shit. shit. <laughs> old man strength. Dude. Yeah, man. Well, it's like that old saying that we both love. Youth and exuberance. Yeah, yeah that's that is that is true. Youth and exuberance are no match for old age and treachery. I but, also, anyway, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just gonna ask what else did anybody? Do you have any other ideas of of things that could uh, be included in in a sort of new government? Right now we have there, like pirate democracy. Pirate we democracy. Have trial by combat. Trial by combat for uh, for voting and uh, for for public defense. For, yeah, um, for like criminal actions or whatever, or it, even civil actions. Any court action can be yeah, settled. Trial like, by combat. That's also be the thing with the champion of California. When they take it to the Supreme Court of California, he's the one that has to fight the the defendant. Oh man! Oh, and then fuck. you could have a fe- you, like the federal, like the Supreme Court has their own fucking ultra mega champion yeah. or some shit. <laughs> um, so I think there should be punishment for like representatives not representing like their constituents because mm-hmm. we don't really have that. We 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 don't have anything to punish our like senators or representatives. We do. It's called the law, but they own it. They don't respect it. So it's like, well, how do you make those people fucking really abide by? Uh, what people really want, like the will of the people, like what they do you? Have, they have to, they have to fear the people. Fear the yeah. So what, what would you want to do? Like is death have, is death on the table? I mean, or it's gotta be. Like is there gonna be like a three strike At the system? Very least, if you can't win the match, you're getting maimed. You're getting maimed. Yeah, you're getting fucked up. Because if you get fucked up in maimed or some shit, and you're still in office, that's gonna humble the fuck out of you. And if it doesn't, you're gonna get maimed again, motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also think that there should be, instead of just three branches of quote-unquote government, there should be there should be multiple, maybe more than three, right? I don't know exactly all of them, but like I think one of them should be, I think industry should be a, a branch, essentially, and it should be run... Like a, like a party in and of its... Oh, of, or are you no, talking about an actual... Party, like no, no, the, the, 
the executive, the right. judicial. So you have the executive, the judicial, and then the legislative branch. Okay, carry right, on. Ours. So I think we should add more to that. I think that those three should still exist, but we should maybe add more. And I think I think industry is one that we should add to it. And I think it should specifically be run as a technocracy. Like, no one can elect anyone to it. It's literally an independent panel that that judges achievement. That'd be funny too, because if they always had their own champion, like if we could say, "Hey, this corporation is allowing you, the branch of uh, whatever the uh, industry or industry whatever, yeah. is allowing too much pollution. Our champion's gonna go <laughs> fight your champion to skip put a stop to it." <laughs> yeah, and I think like the industry branch should be run as like a technocracy, which is essentially. Whoever is the most actual qualified person to run it or be in charge and be in certain positions, that's who's in those positions. And if ever someone comes around that's more qualified to do that, then they're immediately ousted and the new person is put in. And I think that maybe in addition to, you know, industry, I think we should also potentially have like... The, like the military branch, I think I think the military needs to be turned into its own branch. I don't think it should be part of the executive anymore. I think it should be part of its own thing, and it should literally be like a straight military dictatorship. Like, there's a dude that's put in charge by maybe, I don't know how he gets put in charge. Maybe he takes over. I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's a trial by combat type situation where they fight for the fucking victor. Or maybe it's literally like pirate democracy and if somebody thinks that they can do better and they're pissed off and they call the whole military to vote on a leader <laughs> yeah. and, they, and then 51% say fuck this guy, then he gets fucking ousted. Give your balls a tug. And he goes fuck out off. and starts his own new military somewhere else or some other fucking country and he can fuck straight off. But yeah, I think that should be a branch to and and then, what would be the purpose of having a dictatorship in, in this military Well, I think it's branch. because it's it would be to... Okay, so it would basically just be like in the, Sparta, right? The where, Sith Order. It'd yeah, be like essentially it's the, just like, you're going to just do all the killing and all the crazy shit, and that's it. You're just going to do it. There's no... If you join the military, it is like... It, it is just kind of like what it is now. It's just slavery, all right? That's all it is. <laughs> it's it's contractual slavery is what it is. Yeah, yeah you're going to get paid, and you're going to probably get paid pretty well. That's going to be the difference in this in this society is the military will be paid a legitimate, actual, living fucking wage and have all this shit taken care of for them, and everything will be fine for them. Those but, are like warriors right, right there. But it's like, oh, when you sign up, though— you're in, buddy. You're gonna do and what's told, that, and on top of that, you have to be held to the highest standard. True. So, like, if you're on, if you're in, if you're in that, and you get all these privileges, and you go out and you get drunk and do shit, you're not just gonna get. You don't have a chance. Your shit is the maximum punishment right away. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have to be held to definitely the higher standard. Like, okay. What's and what's gonna stop these guys from just? Ceasing all the other branches and just turning this into a military coup. How, how would you prevent that? How are we preventing it now? I don't know. That's a good question. Civility and society. Mm-hmm. But, that's, but a, that's, a, that's a hell of a gamble to just assume that people are going to act in... Especially since this is going to be running off a of pirate democracy. I mean, that's true. <laughs> well, I guess I guess citizens would have to be given an equal amount of equipment. Every citizen is equipped with weapons so yeah. that... I think that this is li- that libertarian libertarianism values in the sense of that all citizens the second amendment of of our constitution will be the de- literally explained to the umpteenth degree saying there is nothing that's illegal for the citizen to own 
Yeah. That the citizens should own everything that the military can own up to and including nuclear weapons. All right. <laughs> I think that civilians should be able to buy whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And I guess same thing goes for the... Oh, God. Yeah. I was going to say, like, to have a deterrence against the military itself is that everybody does two years of military training just like Israel does with their True. citizens so that everybody is trained in armed combat and also uh, weapons training yeah. so that if there's ever a situation where the government decide, or rather the military branch of our said government decides to go awry. to retaliate against us then you have to go against the entire fucking population like and you know what though that is great too because then you have it set at a number that okay this is the maximum number of career guys that can be in the military or ladies that can be in the military at one time and then you have it be so that everyone else as soon as they turn 18 before they go to college or wherever you do two years from 18 to 20 you are in the military and there's no cap on the amount of people that can be in during the conscription period it could be as big or as small as it is depending on the entire population of that time and like I said, you have a, a certain number of career individuals that is like capped out. So that way it's always a revolving door of new people coming in. So you probably you wouldn't be able to garner enough loyalty amongst the common troop to put together a rebellion. And if you even even let's say you did, all those other citizens that you'd be fighting against would have the fucking ability to fucking fight back against you. Yeah, and well even like the thing if 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 the if rising through the ranks is by combat to become the supreme leader of the military, yeah. then that also will weed out like any potential long-lasting kind of relationships or uh, that's like true, yeah. So that always is going to be yeah. the, the turnover is going to be really high. Like yeah, so that's that's how you avoid them. Fuck, because no one will have any loyalty to anyone except for the state itself they will be loyal to the country unless you have one charismatic motherfucker that just could happen. can can convince the entire but he also has to be a super charismatic motherfucker and good at fighting because anybody that gets decides that he wants to be that wants to challenge him mm. they could put it to a stop all right so what are the other parts of the go, go ahead. What? i wasn't going with that but it's fine go ahead oh yeah well, what are the other parts of the government that you had in mind so you said the industry uh, an industry yeah, so i think like industry or like i don't know not technology that's the wrong word i think industry though is probably the best way to kind of put that that specifically like i said so would it be well would it also fall into commerce yeah i think any sort of industrial sales whatever yeah but when we talk about commerce commerce is the act of trading so like commercial not just industrial it's all aspects of yeah i guess i guess that oh you mean like monetary system maybe yeah well maybe that should be its own thing too and i think that should be an oligarchy like it's that that specific branch should be run as all right whoever's the most rich it's like the top 10 rich people in whatever country in this country okay it's once you, if you're on the top 10 list, if you make it to 10 and someone else gets booted off to now you switch with them and they're 11 and you're 10, well, now you're in and they're out in, in this council of governing what's best to do with the money. And then... For the nation itself. Right, yeah, for the nation and for, every, for, for not just the country as a government, but the nation and the people 
of itself. And that's the other thing is everything has to be done with the best interest of the people in it. And if someone fucks off and decides to take, like if the oligarchy that's in charge of all the money decides, Oh, you know what? We're going to just be greedy and just fucking keep all the government money for ourselves and just only give government contracts to our companies and make ourselves richer. Well then guess what? Trial by combat. Here it goes. Now you're going to get fucking, you could potentially be killed for your fucking insolence. Yeah. Your fucking lack of fucking oversight. Yeah. So, That'd be interesting because for someone that was capable of living a life of luxury and and privilege, do you think they would be prepared for that scenario where they actually have to go to combat because they might be soft? By virtue, they will have to be. And if they're not, then they're just going to... If they're not, and that's the thing, is if they're lived a life of privilege and they're not ready to go to combat... They're going to be on their P's and fuck. They're going to mind their P's and Q's, and they're going to fucking do everything. They're going to make every right decision in the best interest of the nation so that no one could say, hey, that decision you made was fucking, that seemed a little bit greedy. I'm going to trial by combat you. They will make every decision so that there's no way anybody could say that. There, there should be a concession, though. Like, you propose, you glove slap somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't have Whatever, to be yeah, that. Yeah. But you propose this, that you trial by combat. The person... If they decide to concede, then they no longer can do their role as part of the council. Oh, yeah. So that they could, you know, they could save their own lives. But sure, that's the option. You yeah. can either you can either say, "All right, I'm going to fight because I fuck you because I think I made the right decision. I'm going to fight for this." Yeah. Or you could say, "You know what? Maybe it was a little greedy. I'm yeah. going to back off and I'm not even going to do it." Yeah. And I'm just going to say, "Forget it. I concede." And then your ass is off the council. Yeah. And then you get fucking... The next then, person in line will be another well, trial by combat. Yeah. Well, no. No, what would happen is you would... But because by nature of it being an oligarchy and yeah. the top 10 people oh, or the whatever next, the number is... the next person up. They would say, okay, if you were 10, okay, guess what? Who's 11? We're going to... You're now... You're going to be fined the amount of money that it takes to drop you to the 11. So then, then you now... That person gets put... Or maybe even drops you down to 20 or fucking 50 or some shit. That's how much you're going to get fined as a punishment for you fucking up and... Con- or... Well, you conceded... So you are saying that I fucked up. So now you're fine. You're going to get dropped down and now from being the 10th wealthiest person to now the 30th or whatever wealthiest person. I also think that they should not be addressed by their, the, their, their government names or their formal names. They should be addressed by their numbers or their positions. Hmm. Yes, yes. Number five, you are, <laughs> you have the floor. Number five, like yeah. just, just to, to create an air of like, I don't know what you would want to call it, like jealousy or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that motherfucker has... Ah, oh, he's number five. God he, damn. He's got, you know, four billion more dollars than me, but I could, I could beat him. I could beat him so that everybody... There's a little bit of tension so that, you know, you're, yeah. oh, you're keeping everybody well, honest. They're all they're all trying to kind of gain each other's favor and position to get up higher on the list. Yeah. And so they're all but they're of, doing it in, in favor right. of the people. But, but they're all fighting each other at the same time. So then again, no one can get together and fucking decide they want to take over and do some major fucking thing and ruin it all for everybody else. So... I don't know. What, what do you what do you got? What do you have, Frank, for an interesting other forms of, of government we could add into this? I don't know. I was thinking. I do also think that there should be some form of monarchy. Like I don't monarchy? think monarchy. Like what a royal fuck? like there should be a royal family. No, like, I don't know about no, that. No, no, no. Nah, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hold no. on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Okay. The royal family has like no actual power. Okay. They don't really do anything other than they essentially are like, they're like the face. They're like the advertisement for the country. 
right? It's the king and the queen. And they go around and they do all the weird diplomatic bullshit with all the other kings and queens and all the other fucking like heads of state for all the other nations. Because guess what? We got real governing and real world fucking problems that we're solving here with our actual government that we don't have time to deal with all these other assholes and all this fucking poofy poof fucking uh, handshakes and fucking kissing babies or whatever in foreign countries, all this bullshit. So they strictly handle all foreign like diplomatic affairs in terms of uh you know like oh like we have to go and attend yes philanthropic fucking endeavors all handled by this quote-unquote royal family they have no power but maybe they have like their own version of like the knights templar and they have like a fucking armed like not not with actual weaponry but well, not with guns but like with swords and like actual plate armor and they fucking go around and that's like their secret service detail is it's just dudes with like maces and fucking like hey Josh, old chivalry armor what Josh, uh you should get into your lorry Drive away with your you in honor and your double L and cancel and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not saying it should be fucking something. You pretty much described the British par- the British um, uh, monarchy. Yeah, I think that's useful in the sense of our own guys don't have any fucking. We don't got to be dealing with this in bullshit. Se- in 1776, they have no power. We all agreed that the monarchy sucks. Yeah, it does, and then it's something that the people can complain about. But you know what? They have no power. They don't. They don't make any decisions. They don't do anything. Why have it at all in the first place? Exactly. Why can't, why can't just we waste just waste the resources? Yeah. Why can't we just have people that do philanthropic things that that becomes its own branch? Is that we have our own branch for philanthropy fun, branch, like our public relations, and they, the they do philanthropy. They do ph- philanthropy and shit. The they, Batman branch. The. Uh, International affair. What do we have in our government that represents that? Well, it's like the State Department, I guess. The, the Department, the de- international. Um, what is it? Uh, whoever makes people disappear. That's the, the, CIA. the, the people. <laughs> the State Department. Is it the state? No. Secretary of the State, right? Yeah. But what's the, what's the like surrounding part? It's called of the, the State Department. The State That's Department. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. That's what it says. Who does? Who handles that? So all right, just I'll back that. off. All right, fine. The, I'll, I'll I'll concede. I'm, I'm not fucking with that monarchy shit, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, is, I'm not down with that. That was part, this is saying a lot. You had a lot of that right. was the dumbest thing you might have ever said. In <laughs> I'm your gonna life. be honest. I'm gonna be honest. All right, we were agreeing way too much, and I knew you guys wouldn't go for this. So I'm like, all right, we gotta fucking we <laughs> nah, gotta make it somewhat nah, fucking. Is, we can't agree on everything. Nah, mate, this is what you believe in. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, this is my 100% factual fucking He's beliefs. like, guys... I love... Listen, guys, listen to me, please. We need to have we need an Arthurian king. legend yeah. within no, our government. Just get, get out of here with well, your freaking thol- uns- your unseasoned food, well, hold your on. baked beans. You know what? I you sh- make a point about Arthurian legends or some sort of legend. We need a legendary figure within our government. I, I think that would be kind of sweet to have... Some like like a you, skin, make it a skinwalker, or I don't know, some weird legendary figure. It doesn't have to be like Arthurian, but you know, I don't know. Well, I was Dude, gonna we, say like, like said, a fucking he, the El Ch- the Chupacabra. I don't know something. We already have stories like that in this world. Why do we need to add more to it? No, but it needs to be an official part of the government. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know what they would do, but I, I don't think, I, I think that we uh, uh, the branch of the government dedicates just cryptics. I mean, I'm down with that. 
<laughs> let's get to the bottom of it. I mean, at least it's better than a monarchy. Let's find out about yeah, the aliens. You know what? Add that government. Add that aspect of the government to do. <laughs> if it'll shut you up on the monarchy. Part yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. You could have sure, it. it you could have it. Okay. All right. Good. Let's find out if the ice wall's real. All right. Let's fucking let's find out all this stuff. It's okay? just going to be a waste of money. It's real. Like all the. All right. So instead of the waste of money on the monarchy, Again, we'll do a waste of money on investigating all the bullshit fucking <laughs> paranormal all shit that exists. This whole topic is just proving. Uh-huh. My favorite line for versus blue correct. Uh-huh. Where they're saying when they're trying to discover what new government they should all follow uh-huh. is like, oh, patriarchy, monarchy, uh, malarchy. Like that's not a government. That's just uh, nonsense and uh, non. It goes pointless nonsense. So yeah, mon- so that one. Because <laughs> basically, that's all we're fucking doing here. It's pointless nonsense. Yeah, but it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> no, it is fun, but it's proving the point that. Well, at the end of the day, it's all pointless shit. Even the government's all pointless. Well, up until the monarchy part, we were doing pretty good. And then he added in the cryptid department. We're basing this whole, the cornerstone of this whole government is piracy. (laughs) It's pirate democracy. I mean. It worked. Uh, It did. That's how it did it. Well, only because of the fucking monarchy. Yeah, dude. It didn't stop us. Well, we weren't pirates. Kind of were. No, we weren't. We were not even close. What do you call the Boston Tea Party? That wasn't. Well, that wasn't really piracy because we threw it away. If we would have sold it to someone else, then yeah, that would have been piracy and made money on it. Still, we made money off of it by fucking them. I disagree. I don't think that was piracy, but okay. I want to go back to this. Go ahead. Okay, let's be honest. We literally stole this land from the monarchy. This what? This land? land. Sorry for Native Americans. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's going. Again, well, that's going deeper into something else. And no, we didn't steal it from them. We conquered it from them. Yeah. Just like they conquered it from another tribe, and that tribe conquered it from another tribe. I mean, that's a good point. He has, he has a good point. There. I'm not trying to say that we... I'm not trying to be like the moral arbiter of yeah, this yeah. or anything like that. Then but stop I'm talking. Just, I'm just saying that if if we're going to correct ourselves and, and, and be factual, yes, we, we conquered Native Americans. Yeah. First, their turn or their their shit, but maybe again. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, to be fair, uh, they conquered it from other Indians first, and then those Indians conquered it from yes, other yes, Indians. yes, whatever. Okay, but but, no, but yes, 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 me. Yeah. You're, you're trying to make it seem like we're the monsters for conquering them when they've been doing it for hundreds of years before us. No, I, it's not about what like that we're monsters or whatever. I'm just saying we're that all we all monsters. Nobody's less monster than the next person. But as far as like who we took over to actually cease. The entire country, would you not say it was the Native Americans? Are we talking, are we saying that the UK, actually, well, the, UK, the Louis, Louisiana Purchase. The monarchy what? took this land from the Indians. We took this land from the monarchy. Uh, also, Louisiana uh, the, Purchase. the French and Indian War. I mean, does anyone not fucking remember that? The, where the Louisiana, British were just fighting the French again, and the fucking Indians? Con- again, conquering land is what we did. Louisiana Purchase. Look at, look at is that, is that okay, the one that the we got biggest, the old mid- Midwest? No, no, we bought Louisiana and, and all the way up to up to up to Canada is what we bought for the Louisiana Purchase. That's what I was asking. Well, but the biggest land, know. the biggest land we ever acquired was Texas, all the way to California from the Mexican American War. Yeah, that was that, that was true. that was a big L. That was a fucking strong move right there. Well, that was a big L for Mexico. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> strong move for America, but yeah. you know, I'm just saying, sucks for Mexico. Louisiana Purchase and Alaska are probably the only real countries we per- the only. Lands we we purchased, everything else we conquered. It's true. Yeah. Were you gonna say something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we need 
a messianic like figure. It doesn't have to be okay. like religious or anything. I was say, are we gonna make the figurehead of our country Jesus again? No, 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 no religious things. But just to have some kind of like lore to our country is mm. to have some kind of like sword and stone thing. Mm. I don't know what that would do. Like, to so like, okay, obviously it wouldn't be the sword and the stone, but it would be something equivalent. Something cool, you could, like there could something... be a legend where it's like, oh, if you go and you pull this fucking, if you pull this rabbit out of this hat, then you fucking get to be president for fucking ever or some shit. I don't know, or you get to be something, right? Yeah, I, I don't whoever, know what whoever lays. The Wendigo rules the land. <laughs> That's true. Whoever I, gets some of that Wendussy gets to fucking <laughs> wind- <laughs> gets to fucking be the president for life <laughs> until they die. Yeah, I just think it would be cool to have like uh, that type of thing for like the people's champion or whatever. To it, it has to be like some kind of impossible task that if this person completes it. I, well, yeah, one thing I always wanted to say to do is to make it illegal to have campaign funds. Mm-hmm. And make it that it has to be provided by your section. So, say if Josh wants to run for uh, the president, he okay. has to he has to win the Corona election, and then if he wins it, Corona funds his his um, campaign to win. Uh, let's just say oh, Riverside and then County. Like, oh. and then Riverside County has to pay for him to run against Southern California. Then Southern County, all South California, has to pay for him to run against Northern California. Then California has to pay for him to run for the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So all yeah. your money is coming by because from you literally earned the right from grassroots yeah. all the way up to the president of the United States. Like you got endorsed up until yeah. that point by yes. So basically we're taking essentially the Little League World Series fucking uh like <laughs> yeah. like playoff thing and you're saying, Okay, you have your your like your fucking as your section as or your regional as, champs, your region, your zone, states, yeah. state, and then fucking like then all the way then once you do that, then you go to nationals. Yeah. And then but you I was f- saying like so you can't have money from a third party organization. Anyone else, yeah. It's, it's only from the people that supported you. So right. you have to win your city. From your city, you win to your county. From your county and to... The, so each city, each county, each state has a fund mm-hmm. for their political candidate who wins that they will... And so and then then once, everybody's on so, the same page, say, too. So yeah, once that guy wins, he has to conquer the funds from other cities, from other counties. Right. So as he goes up, he's gaining... It's basically like war. You're you're gaining, right. you're winning this land, and you're gaining the. the so I win it. the corona. Uh, so let's say I win the election in corona. But yes. hold up, hold up. There's a problem in that because then what if the states that are the most wealthy end up winning? Like that's the thing. It's gonna have to be equal. Well, you cost. set like a limit, or yeah. you say okay. It, the there's a minimum, maximum, and it's the same fucking number. But what if each state can't provide the same amount? That's that's what the thing is. It's gonna go off the the lowest. Okay. Because right. Remember, so we're like start, each city, okay, we're so starting like off with pays, a city. Let's say each so a city, city pays like say fifty thousand dollars for Josh to be able to. Let's run. just say like okay, if I win the city, he has fifty thousand dollars. Then the city gives me fifty grand. Now, then I go to the county. Else the county. Who, is the everybody else who won the city got fifty thousand dollars as well. In their city, in the county, of and then they have to use that money to try to win. The and other then counties. we all have fifty grand to go ahead and say, okay, cool, we're running now for the county. So then we all run against each other in the county. Every city that puts up a candidate, then we say, all right, if you win, then the county, just to make even numbers here, the county, if you win the county, then you get 100000 to go against the state. So then every county has one person who won their county that goes against everybody else, and they all had $100,000 or whatever the number is. Then the state, once you get up to the state, let's say then it's a million dollars. You win the state, 
then you get a million dollars to to go, and then every state pays a million dollars to their candidate to uh, to go for the. We have to break it up by section. So that's like what I'm West saying. Coast, like then you would do, then you would okay. So you do a million for the whole western half of the United States or western portion of the United States. Then you have the middle of the United States, and then maybe you have you have west, east. central, and east. Yeah. <clears throat> so and then, then once you win those three, that's when you get like. <clears throat> The fifty million dollars, and that's when you have to run against each other, and that's when you become right. president. And then after that, if no clear winner is decided, we have then two man sacrifices. It will be a two man fucking sacrifice that will be held on consecutive Sundays <laughs> until a winner is emerged. Uh, I, also, I also think that <laughs> we need to do away with parties altogether. Yes. No, no this, parties. This no will get rid of it too. Yeah. That's true. That no, would get rid of it. No parties. Just just solutions for where the country needs to go. Yep. Um, no like political ideology. Liberal conservative all that shit best idea wins and that's how yep. um things will get decided and it's literally when it goes to the federal like election of okay for the you would basically have three candidates and it why, would, why three candidates well because you've got west east, central. central and west oh i see okay so you'd have three candidates that have all the money from each of their fucking areas to go ahead and say all right now this is it buddy we're gonna fucking go and see who's gonna be the ruler of them all right the one to rule them all and then <clears throat> That's when you say, okay, um, every single person gets an equal vote, and then you have to every all three of them get to decide what is going on, and then wait, 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 wait. So there's three, there's, there's three, three candidates. Figure, yeah, okay. And then they will debate or do whatever the case is, and so that everyone in the country can see. All right, who is it that I want to vote for? That's got my interest because then they're gonna. It's like you have to like you can't just get all the people in your like zone or whatever yeah to fucking vote for you because then that won't that won't work because you got to have 51 percent of the whole country so then you got to attract some other motherfuckers from other other sections like for the west coast the line would be drawn like from california maybe to like nevada because of how dense the population is maybe colorado yeah Yeah. but i'm just saying like that's how dense the population is right and so the mid coast would have a wider gap because the mid sorry the mid coast the mid uh, whatever the the middle the central well, since you would have a wider would right. have a wider berth because for that population to equal to the west and the, the east, mm. well, you know what I'm saying. Since you've basically thirded the country, no third of the country has fifty one percent. That's what I'm saying. You have population. to make the, the so, lines will so be drawn thirty three percent for everybody. Well, I mean, it wouldn't really exactly be that way. It wouldn't be even. It wouldn't be even because of where people but live. Be, but but be, what I'm saying is no third of the country yeah, has yeah, 51%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would have to get, even if everyone in your zone voted for you, yeah. you would still have to get people from, from the other, other two part, zones yeah, what other part, to yeah. vote for you. So it would be in your best interest to say, hey, I'm not just going to make it good for the people of where I'm from. I'm going to make it good for you in this way and people over here in this way. And then that way, truly the best fucking candidate would be voted in office. Why not have all three of those people represent, like, be the executives of the country? Because you have to have one person that can make that choice. That's the the reason why we have the executive branch. Oh, so then you're saying, like, make it be a three-man fucking panel. Yeah. Yeah, like, have it be, so that way that there'd be... There would be no way in which there would be a block or like <laughs> uh, right. if there if a if a decision actually needs to be made amongst the three people, there, there's going to be a two to one vote right. at one point. And then since we're running this on okay, because all the votes are public of whatever they decide on. So since we're running this also on pirate democracy, if like the West Coast guy <clears throat> goes along with the other two and votes 
or votes with one of them to do something that screws people on the West Coast, then they can just literally call a fucking recall and 51% of them vote and then that guy's out and then there's a whole, <laughs> yeah. the process starts all over again. Yeah. And then so it's like, oh, if you piss us off, then fuck you, we're just going to fucking get you out of there. Yeah. So that that would be the I, ultimate I, check and balance. I don't like the idea of there being one... Uh, one guy in charge? One guy in charge. I'd rather have some kind of like... UN Security Council where there's like at least three to five people. In this case, it'd be three to represent the three different largest regions of the country. And if there's decisions to be made, then I think it's better to have three different people uh, make a decision than having one, you know, for peer review. (laughs) You know, that's true. And, you know, I like that because there's, you know, there's three people here on this fucking podcast. And, yeah. you know, I mean, if CUPistan ever was an actual country, I mean, the three of us would probably be elected to be in charge of it anyways. So, you know, I, I think that works out well. I think that's, you know. The Cup the cup Republic. I, I, the Cup Republic. We're like the Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah. The Cupistanian Republic. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what other aspects of the government we would have, but... I think that's pretty cool to have our executive branch work that way. Uh, yeah, so like I said, no no parties because, like I said, best idea wins. No no fucking uh, no sides, dude. I just I yeah. can't. We can't have a dichotomy within that's our true. own government. All right, now let's get let's get. This is gonna maybe get a little bit fucking controversial here with what I'm about to say, but. I think okay for law enforcement, right? Law enforcement because Holy there shit. that is that is a hot button issue here in the United States, right? But I think and maybe maybe it's cuz I'm like, you know, a little a little drunk, all right? I've had a little to drink, but let's just say I think what the best way to go about law enforcement is to essentially have like judges like judge dread right you have them be judge jury and, yeah. and executioner judge jury and executioner however he's not, he's however judge judy and executioner judge jury and executioner no i'm just saying hafaz oh hafaz yeah. like, he's your dad's being judge jury and executioner he is not judge judy and executioner <laughs> if you if you look at it this way where yes they are judge jury and executioner however every single decision that they make is up for peer review by the people. So if any, their whole record is public of what they've done, and if any person says, hey, you know what? I don't think that's right what they did to that guy. They should have not been so harsh and killed that dude. We can all get together and call a vote. All the evidence will be presented of everything that is has that happened. And if the people, 51%, vote that that guy made a bad decision, then that's it. He's toast. He's out. Possibly even executed. I don't know. I mean, I think that's. I think that's probably if if it resulted in the eye death for an eye. If it result, yeah, I think that's the best way to do things because then that puts the fear into people to do the right thing. Because if you're gonna, if you're afraid that you could die at any time because you made a bad decision, then you're gonna do everything you can to say, "Hey, I made the right decision." Like, there's no way that you could say that this was a bad decision. Sure, maybe there's like 10% or 20%, but it's never going to be 51%. Uh, those are going to be the minority and the outliers that think that no matter what you do, you made the wrong decision. But if 51% of the motherfuckers out there think you fucked up, then all right, that's it, you're done. What's going to stop people from being civilly disobedient when they themselves have weapon, weapons and whatnot, that they respect these... Uh, these fine officers that uh, are supposed well, to be again, up- because they're judge. Jur- well, it's again, it's it's okay. It's that thing of the old west, right? Where that that whole are you judging like 
that <laughs> whole uh, dichotomy between people in the West was, oh, an armed society is a polite society because everyone had a gun and there really weren't a lot of laws in place. People were just kind of like, oh, if I say the wrong thing to somebody, they could just pull out their gun and shoot me, right? Yeah, nine so, times out of ten, the shark was an old dude that had no right to be in office. Right, exactly. So there were no consequences. But if you had it this way where there's extreme accountability, everyone's going to be nice and do That's the what, right thing because the consequence at, of not doing the right thing is you will die. That's well, if it. If you ever look at like the Old, te- old Testament, it's the old... like. Uh, like literature from the Wild West, stuff from, uh-huh. from back then, you always notice that even the criminals had manners. Yeah. How? So what, what were you going to do about crime and punishment? Um, let the crime fit the punishment. Or let the punishment fit the crime. Because... <laughs> now, it's not going to be like Judge Dredd where it's like literally everything is fucking, oh, you will be executed. Are you like, trying to do the whole Spectre thing from Mass Effect? I mean, no, because I think that's... That's not, I think that's a little too broad. I think that they're not going to have any kind of overarching power other than just enforcing laws. Like, that's it. Mm. I mean, that's what the Spectres do. No, but okay, the Spectres had more authority. They were also like a special forces operator at the same time. Their mission was different than just basic law enforcement. Like, their, their job was more than that. And yes, law enforcement was kind of a, a set, a subset of it, but. The majority of their job was not to enforce the laws or to be like a cop. They weren't space cops. I mean, yeah, they some of them could be if that's what they wanted to focus on. But in terms of this thing, so more like then you want them to be more like Jedi. No, because no, I still they, think that's even do? more broad. That's even that's more of a. They were, I guess just, they were, they were peacekeeping. Yeah. Which is like of, peace officers. But that's different. No, because they have the, the the these people will have the authority to execute the punishments. So it's like. They will decide, hey, you know what? On the spot, you did this. I, I put the pieces together. I have enough evidence to prove that you did this. So now this is your punishment. And then again, if a person thinks that they were wrongly accused, they can say, oh, I want to trial by combat. I <laughs> yeah, want to trial by yeah. judge. Yeah. I want to trial by whatever. They can say, no, I demand it. And then they have to abide by that ruling. And then it has to go through the process. But if the person's like, if they catch them fucking red-handed... The person can still say that's the whole point of the judicial system, right? Is they can still say a lot. It's it's you're still innocent until proven guilty. So I shouldn't say executioner in the sense that whatever, but I'm saying in the sense that yes, if the like the cops do kill people, right? In in our in our society. So if there's a situation where the cops shoot somebody, in this version of that, if the people decided that oh man they fucked up and they shouldn't have did that, and 51 percent of them do that, that's it. That guy's out, and then he's fucking sent off and that's whatever whatever the punishment is if he killed somebody maybe it's maybe it's you get killed back an eye for an eye like adam said i you know i like that i like that fucking eye for an eye deal but what, what about for other <laughs> things like robbery like what do you do with those people because if you I, I mean i kind of like the middle eastern rule on that is if you rob somebody off hand. they chop off your hand fuck you ain't robbing well, again are you maybe that's true but maybe that's the punishment and then again if if someone who is a person that is convicted or, or brought up to that and said, "Hey, you did this. We we believe it's you. We're the we're the judges or the cops or whatever, and we think it's you. And we're going to arrest you. Now we're going to execute the punishment of chopping off your hand. You can accept the punishment, or you can say, "Nope, I want trial by combat, or I want trial by judge, or whatever the options that we have to go to trial are." And then you can you can exercise those are your rights. Those are like your Fifth Amendment 
It's like your Fifth Amendment right is to I, request a trial by whatever. I think irony should be in the punishment. That, trial by like, irony? Not trial by irony, but rather the punishment. Um, the punishment for for robbery is, yeah, you mentioned a hand being cut off, right? right. If you committed fucking, is it arson that is fire? You get lit on fire? <laughs> well, no. You, I mean, you won't fucking die, but you will get like third degree burns. For, on like, like your arm or on something? Your ar- so well, you remember. Again, like in the Middle East, that when those, um, one of the common practices to um, punish a wife that said no to you when, they, when you proposed to them, people would like throw acid on them. And so the punishment always was that they throw acid on you. Mm. So like if you're a rapist, you get raped. <laughs> you get raped. Fuck. Should, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, that's, I mean, be, nobody will be, take joy in that. There should be, no, there should be uh, a designated quote unquote person that does that. All right. So you know how there's always the stories of in like in our times in jail, right? Where there's yeah. always that guy that just, man, he's like this big dude and he just loves the fucking booty dudes. Yeah. He just loves fucking dudes like that come in. Like, we should have a dedicated booty warrior. There's a guy that does his job. Booty warrior. <laughs> It's just to fuck dudes who rape people. <laughs> I, I'm down for that. I think that's legit. I didn't, I don't know about that. I, I think we should just go with the castration, easy easy clap. Uh, oh, so just cut their dick off? Cut their Leave dick the off. Leave the balls, but yeah. cut the dick off. Yeah. Oh, shit. That too? Why not? Dick and balls. Yeah. Fuck it. The whole thing. The whole nine. Which one would be which one would be more cool? Is it to chop everything off or leave the ball? So it's I like, think it's worse to leave the balls because you still like, have your testosterone and you're still gonna get you're, you're still gonna have the feeling of getting hard, the but urge. there's nothing, yeah. and you're still gonna have the urge. Oh man, that that would be the worst because that's an urge that you have naturally to fucking jerk off or do whatever, and you, you could never scratch that itch, yeah. man. They that can. is yeah, yeah, you could. How prostate by getting fucked? Yep. <laughs> So you could get fucked by the booty war here. So either way, dude. <laughs> but you have to get somebody to agree to do that to you. Or you can't. Not. You can't rape somebody oh, yeah, because there's no freaking marital aids, as they call them. What What, what would happen? What in, do you mean by marital aids? Dildos. Oh, okay. What would happen in the case for, say, the branch of government where uh, the top? one percent of the country uh or rather the top one percent of people that make money in the country right you said these 10 people yeah, yeah. this council for commerce or whatever yeah the oligarchy what what wouldn't happen to them if they committed fraud or some shit like that oh Do death penalty it's got to be immediately the death penalty if they're or getting their assets like redistributed like or something as- oh yeah the whole aspect of this government is that if you're in a position of power, you're going to be held to a high standard. Right. So then if you abuse that, then yeah, there's got to be... Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe their assets get redistributed amongst the poorest 50% of the population. <laughs> that just fucking gets, sweet. It just it? gets split. Yeah. So your billions get split between the bottom 50%. If you're in the... In yeah, no, uh, more, no more senators that make $173,000 a year becoming multimillionaires. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because then if you fuck off, then that's it. Everybody else gets your money. And you, and then you get to be homeless. And then we should have people whose job it is is to monitor them. Like, hey, uh, he's supposed to be making 173000 but he's spending money like he's making $250,000. And then you find out, oh, yeah, he stole this much money. All right, there's your, there's your fucking salary. You got, you got the difference. Yeah. So I say, like, the money, like, he's supposed to be making. So that's... That incentivize the people to keep their eyes on these fucking assholes. It's like your bonus. Yeah. It wouldn't be your salary because yeah, they would bonus, be making yeah. shit up. But like yeah. it'd be like a bonus. Like, 
Oh, cool. Here, you did that. You found out that he was stealing like two hundred thousand. Know, is it the IRS that has the whole? If you find someone doing tax evasion, you get a, a cut of it if you turn them in. I don't know if they give you a cut of it. I feel like they wouldn't want to give you any of it because they're fucking greedy fucks. No, there's a there's. I think there's a thing where citizen. If you turn someone in for something like that, you get a cut of what they owe. I mean, that's cool, I guess. So I'm saying, like, yeah. So if you're gonna be in a position of power, you're gonna be held to a high standard, and if you don't meet that standard, you're gonna get that high standard of punishment. True. All right, what do you what do you think about this? What what about like if we are in fact a country and we have to What do you think about this might be Adam's catchphrase like yours is the oh. <laughs> Mine's at the end of the day and fucking yeah. uh, I don't know about that. Is, you said it at least fifteen times in the last What do you think about this? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That one for sure, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I say that, that one, yeah. But okay. All right. Mine's just <gasps> <laughs> heavy breathing. Heavy, yeah. <laughs> What happens in the international international diplomacy aspect yeah. of our stay gun? out of our way? We we'll stay out of yours. Yeah, I think our international uh, affairs or our, what is it the uh, our our international def- stance or whatever it's called. Policy. Yeah, our, our international policy. Just our diplomatic be, policy just needs to be. Hey, don't fuck with us. We won't fuck with you. Was it the episode of Family Guy when they went to boot camp? And Stewie and Brian, Brian, like, he, they finally got him trained up. Going, okay, we got, you got this. Let's do a quick prayer. Dear God, just stay out of our way. <laughs> yeah, that's what our policy needs to be. He goes, uh, Fuck off. Hey, your aircraft carrier is kind of going into our waters. Stay out of our way. Yeah, don't get in the way. Give your balls a tug. Yeah, um, that should be our, that should be our actual national Catch phrases. Give your balls, balls a tug. tug. That's that's for Canadians. We should come up with our own. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're um you're impeding on our trade. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, uh, can you give us some military? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hey, can we have some of that money? Go fuck yourself. Because hey, um, you guys suffered some really bad hurricanes. You guys need aid. Go, go fuck, fuck yourselves. Yep. Go fuck yourselves. Because what 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 would happen in in a scenario where we have ambassadors for, because what if we want to ex, uh, expand our our presence in the uh, world stage? Right. The way we would do that right. is by let's just say, um, okay, let's use McDonald's. So here we have our labor laws and shit like that. Like you know, you get vacation, you get paid, you get paid a a bare minimum salary that's livable and shit like that. Yeah. And say we have McDonald's out in, um, I don't know, let's say Mexico. Okay. Now, our minimum wage is going to be way more than what Mexico can pay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you're, even if you're in another country, you have to work by our standards. So even if, even though you're, you're McDonald's in Mexico, you have to pay our $15 minimum wage. You have to give them vacation time. You have to treat them as if they're... How our system works, and people in Mexico are like, "Holy shit, that's fucking awesome!" True, and, and I'm then, saying that's how you spread our yeah, influence about how awesome we are. And then yeah. I think also you you can have the oligarchy enforce that by saying, "Okay, because they're in charge of commerce and everything, right. so they can say, okay, hey guys, here's what we're gonna do." Anybody who is going to have before you continue, yeah, is it weird that I forgot we're doing a podcast and we're just having a conversation? No, it's not weird. <laughs> Because that's that's kind of you know. I can't believe we forgot we were just recording. <laughs> yeah, so you take 
the the oligarchy combined with the theocracy of industry mm-hmm. and you have them that you tell them hey listen the way we're going to do our our international policy is you guys are going to get together and you're going to say all right everyone who's in industry who makes products we're going to make the best shit we're going to make the best fucking fast food we're going to make the best fucking widgets or the best whatever and everybody's going to want it and our policy of hey go fuck yourselves is oh you want to have some more shit okay cool what's in it for us and then we can fucking get whatever we want diplomatically by saying, oh, cool, we will allow our McDonald's to come in your country and you guys can eat this fucking... Hey, hey, ambassador to some other country, why don't you come here and try this fucking delicious fucking... You ever had a McGriddle? You ever had a fucking, a fucking sausage, sausage egg, egg McGriddle, a pancake? In, it's, it's fucking eggs, sausage, and in between two fucking deliciously syrup-laden pancakes. Have you ever had this bitch? Here, why don't you take a bite? And they eat it and they say, God damn, this is like crack cocaine. You say, yeah, that's actually the third ingredient on the list, crack cocaine. And they say, fuck yeah, we need to get this in our country. Cool, what's in it for us? And then we just make it illegal for any country or any company that's here or industry that's here to say, okay, that's it. You cannot do this anywhere else unless we allow it. And then the oligarchy, it's in their interest too because they're going to be like, oh, cool, well, this will make us more money if we can have it be that, oh, our, the McDonald's guy who's, it would be on the board for sure um, of, the, of the top 10 richest people. So he would want to be like, oh, yeah, let me offer up McDonald's to a foreign country that wants to give us some, I don't know, something that we don't have. Nukes. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we would have all the nukes. But yeah, let's say we didn't have nukes. Cool, man. You want McDonald's? Oh, bro, we need to get some of them nuke action. You don't even got to give us the nukes. Just tell us how you made them, and we'll do it. We'll take care of the rest. And they go, fuck, man, this is a good-ass McGriddle. Oh, man, you ever had a fucking, you ever had a McFlurry? You ever had one of those? For dessert? You know, wash it down with a nice, oh, delicious. Want to try some Big Mac? Yeah. You ever, had, you ever had a Big Mac? You ever had this sauce? Just take the sauce. Just put, we'll put the sauce in a large cup, and you can just drink it and see how, tell me how that goes. And they go, oh, it's so good. Good. All right, well, you want to have this on tap at any time? Man, we need them nukes. And you know what? I think I think people would give up nukes for fucking McDonald's if they've never had it. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. But right. my point, my point was just spreading the, the yeah. our way by through through commerce, through, by showing them, right. hey, this is how people get paid here. This is how we treat our employees here in our world. And then we would be building, not rapport, but what is that? Like a loyalty with foreign citizens that don't even fucking have any knowledge. They'd be all... Oh, Oh, Cupistan, they fucking, uh, the Cupistan Republic, they fucking gave us extra money and gave us jobs with this fucking Cup Donald's. I don't know. Man, yeah, our government sucks. Man, they should do something about this, or we should go there. I don't know. What do we do about immigration? This one's kind of a little bit serious, just to see how we deal with that shit. Come here legally or don't come at all. I do think that we need to make it Anybody that wants to come here should be allowed legally. Yeah. You have to, because you got to register, you got to become a citizen, you got to be, you got to get a, whatever our version of a social security number, you got to be on, you got to be in the system, right? You got to be in the books. So we can track you and make sure everything's going good and make sure like, So we know, hey, you, last time you were here, you committed some pretty violent crimes. We ain't letting you back in. Right. And what about the people that, are we a nation that's like landlocked to other nations or are we on an island? I feel like that we would be best as an island nation because then we don't have to worry about if we were like maybe like the size of uh, 
I want to say like let's say an island nation the size of like Nevada. Have there ever been any massive island nations that were successful? I don't think there really have been any massive island nations in general, to be honest with you. Besides Japan, Philippines, Taiwan. Yeah, but like, I don't think they're that. I don't think they're on the scale of the size of like. I think out of all those, Japan's the only one that's been a first world nation. I mean, the Philippines is kind of ish. UK before us, the British. Well, honestly, I don't even know if you can count the British. Let's. We need to be like an island in the middle of like nowhere, like with no one around us. Okay, but what, what if people still come illegally on boats and shit? And like, what do we do about them? Uh, torpedo one fire. Torpedo one fire. <laughs> fucking a, dude. That's ruthless. That might be the fucking uh, the clip <laughs> for this fucking episode. No, I'm saying- what do we do about immigrants that come on boats? Torpedo one fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fucking ruthless. I, no, I, but I seriously, um, we should try to live up to the the uh, scripture written on the Statue of Liberty. Come, all, what is it? Come all, bring me all your, your bring your, me all your your poor, the huddled masses. As long yeah. as you're registered. <laughs> no, not. I, I think we should. Well, that's what we did. Remember Ellis Island. We, when the Irish came, we didn't just let them come in. They, ah, that's true. They, they, they all got registered. numbers and shit, social security numbers and shit, or whatever. I don't know if that was what it was. That's but. the problem we're running into now. With I'm not saying that it's a. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to talk about the the, the immigration issue we're having now since mm. my fa- my family, not my family, but my it's my cultural history. Mm-hmm. But like everyone in my family came here legally, right? Especially my mom and dad. Yeah. So I'm not on that whole access, but like, hey, if they're here, they should stay. You, if you're gonna be here, you need to contribute, right? If you're freeloading and we're paying for you to be living the life while our fucking people are starving and living on the streets, then there's been a fucking error. Yeah. If you want to come here, yes, this is the land of opportunity for everybody to come here. But you got to contribute. That's what makes us the land of such a great land. If you're coming here to work and not paying taxes and fucking stealing welfare and shit like that, you're not helping. You're being a detriment. The great nation of Kupistan. All right. So then what, where does Kupistan lie on welfare, public social welfare? I think we should have all that. Yeah. Universal think, income, but universal health care. It needs to be, it needs to be monitored income. heavily because I don't want shit like, was it ODB from I don't uh, think Clan when <laughs> he fucking was like, he made, he made a big old deal about being on food stamps and shit, even yeah. though he was fucking filthy rich. But if everybody had basic income I don't think, to take yeah. care of housing and everything. I think if that, we just said, screw it, here's a universal basic income, we don't need to work. No one would need food stamps. No one would need. Yeah, but if we did that, we should do that. Yes, I agree. A base, uh, universal income yeah. just for survival. But you can also work to make more money. No, right. True, right. I don't and think that, that, and that's you, how I you think, motivate them yeah. is that like they, they themselves will seek out things that they're yeah. interested in. Your universal to, basic income as a citizen is enough to like take, make care, you, of housing, take care of your basic food. needs. But you ain't gonna that's be, it. You ain't gonna be eating lobster tails and filet mignon. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But if you, but your incentive is to go out and get a job, so then you can contribute, and then you can actually be you can eat. Everybody could be eating lobster because that way it's like the playing field is equalized for fucking everybody across the board, and innovation can really come through is if everybody does what they do best. And what they're inspired to do, like that is I, true. Because, like, honestly, with this, if I had a universal basic income and didn't have to go work a regular ass job, 
or if we all three did, you know how much time we could put into fucking doing this shit and like getting it going? I mean, a shit, uh, way more. We would be infinitely more successful right now than we are, uh, even 30 days in, just because we would already have those basic needs covered. That time would not be allotted for like the work. Right. We wouldn't have to spend 40 hours a week doing fucking work for the man. Yeah. And we could spend that 40 hours doing this and... Uh, well, I mean, shit. We basically already spent almost forty hours a week doing this, so it's like, oh, no, we're gonna spend eighty hours doing doing things to make it make ends meet. You could literally have it be cool. I got enough to do this. I can go work a job for a little while, and then I can say, cool, I could quit, and then I can take some of that money that I saved, and I can use that to help me get whatever my business is that I want to get off the ground. Yeah, and I think there has to be something to incentivize doctors to. Yeah, because if I mean I. I don't know if that's like a problem in Canada that doctors aren't paid nearly as much because well that's why the top prognosis now in Canada is um, euthanasia. Meaning what? They made euthanasia legal now. That's the number one like uh, thing that they prescribe now. So, uh, I've been reading stories about like uh, some lady who needed a wheelchair and she tried to get the thing signed off and they kept telling her you know. Maybe you should just look at euthanasia. That's fucked up. Yeah. Because it's uh, like, oh, you just need a wheelchair. Well, but it's going to cost too much. Their solution to their problems of not being able to afford the fucking universal health care is to tell people to just go die. Well, I guess the point I was getting at was that maybe people that are um, regular doctors or whatever maybe don't make nearly as much. But if you're a specialist, like you are you're given bonuses or whatever to do research or to find new fields to, uh, to find, I don't know, fucking groundbreaking new technology to replace a kidney with a a artificial one or some shit like that. So that, you know, it, we're constantly innovating in the aspect of medical technology so that if you are a basic doctor and you always wanted to be that you can be it, but we prefer if you, chose to be some type of specialty within that field or some shit like that but then we would lose a lot of family doctors why because instead of being well, family doctors they would want to be heart surgeons no or- because then okay you but you'd also have for every person that you would have to do that you'd probably have 10 or 20 that just wanted to be yeah but you because you say you pay a doctor a doctor a doctor it makes yeah, less than normal no no but if you're a specialist that's when you well, make more money you pay them you pay them like a good like um, you, above average but yeah, like, like not a, crazy like, yeah but I, I get what you're saying but the whole thing is you're saying a doctor gets paid above average but a specialist is going to make big bucks yeah, sure. Well, for every one person that you have that's motivated to go out and become a specialist and get all the certification they need to be this specialist, you've got a hundred other people, or let's say let's say it's a hundred people. One of them is motivated and does all that stuff. You've got the other ninety nine that are just content just being a regular ass doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we're giving people too much credit that they would want to go and oh, everyone's going to want to become a specialist. Yeah, everyone may want to become a specialist, but there's only a very, very minimal small percentage that will actually go through whatever steps we put in place to make that happen to actually go through and do it. Everybody else that goes through their medical school will just be like, all right, I made it through medical school. Shit, maybe this is just as, this, this, is, is, good this is it for me. This is good enough. I'll just be a regular ass family doctor. I'll make my fucking $250,000 a year that I get paid or whatever the fuck it is. And it's more than enough for me to have a nice car, a nice house, fucking afford for all the shit for my family where my wife doesn't have to work or whatever the case is. And this is it. I can provide 
and I'm just doing basic doctoring shit. I don't got to go to extra. Ex- I did eight years of medical school, so now I don't got to go do 12. any extra fucking shit, whatever the number is. Now I don't got to go do any extra bullshit. All right, this is it for me. I'm good. Like, I'm sure there's 99 people out of 100 that would choose to just do that. All and right. then. All right, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then if you, had, if you had five people out of 100 that decided they want to be specialists, okay, cool. Well, shit, five of your assholes can be specialists. That's fine. We need more specialists. There's never going to be a shortage or never a surplus of specialists. I'm sure there will always be a know, fucking... Man. I don't know. I, I disagree, but okay. All right, what do we do to cultivate the best minds uh, around the world to, to draw people in? from other countries we or to to find the most talented individuals the most intelligent individuals to make sure that our nation will prosper for the future we have to have high high standards in our education yeah i think our our own education system needs to go from what it is now to like it needs to be more like china where it's like heavily like when you're in school that's it. That's all you do. You're going to be in school and you're going to learn this shit. And yeah, if maybe you aren't as talented with education as some other people, okay, cool. We would also probably have to have some sort of a, like a sorting ASVAB, I guess not even a sorting thing. It would be like an ASVAB, I guess would be, cause you know, when you go into the military, you take this test that this battery of tests and questions that then based on your score, it gives you an opportunity of jobs that you could do based on the score that you get on the ASVAB. The, but what is that based on? Is that based on intelligence or like... Well, it's based per- on your knowledge of what you have, what you're proficient in. So there's... The ASVAB is nothing to do with actual military jargon or military technology. It's all Jesus math, Christ. English... There's been another War Thunder leak. Oh, yeah? Somebody leaked the restricted military documents for the uh, for the Apache Longbow. Oh. Instead of the tank. But what the fuck is up with this game and people leaking classified documentation know, on man. these weapons? That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> anyways I think you have to have it where the incentive is for people to do well obviously but if you just it's not in the cards for you if you're maybe you're just dumb there's obviously a place for you so as you're going through these battery of tests through maybe every school year you know how we have the standardized testing here yeah. right where every year every year you do this test right so maybe they take your tests Every year, all the way through your senior year of high school, and they say, okay, once you get into your senior year, you take the final test, and then we take the accumulation of all your tests over the years and see how you've, things you've, we can see where things you've improved in, areas you've been deficient in, and whatnot, to this final test, and then we can say, all right, based on all the results, these, this is the overall score that you get. And yeah, again, if you were dumb, maybe when you were in kindergarten and then maybe you were a late bloomer with education and maybe you didn't start doing well on these tests till like sixth or seventh grade, but then you've shown this huge aptitude. Well, okay. that's going to, that's going to alter your score. It's like a weighted score, you know? So your score is going to be based on the overall, but if you're trending dumber from your age as kindergarten, it's going to make your score overall lower. If you're trending higher, as you go from kindergarten up, then your, your score is going to be overall higher. And I'm not smart, so I don't know the mechanism by which that goes. But then you say, okay, everyone in certain score categories, it's based on, okay, these are the types of jobs you can do. This is the type of post-education, secondary education you can do. And maybe you do make it like K through 12 is basically your basic training or your basic uh, education. And then once you 
graduate from 12th grade, you get like an MOS and you get like a, all right, you're assigned. Like this is the, this is the job tier that you can pick from based on your education. And mm, I don't know about that. Cause I don't like the idea of pigeonholing like, somebody. Um, you're, that one movie, Attica. Gattaca? Oh yeah. yeah. Cause then yeah, I guess you are just pigeonholing somebody and saying like, you're, this is what you're capable of. And, and that's it. And what if somebody is like, fucking dumb as rocks but they're great at welding or they're great at astrophysics but you you there had to be a way to like figure well, that that's out where those, like, that's where those tests fucking th- these tests are are gonna just be a litany of tests i mean it's not gonna be it, it's gonna be like maybe it's an entire month out of every school year that you're just taking these fucking tests and just to see where you're at and again if Maybe there's a section on astrophysics. Maybe there's a section on fucking just basic math. Maybe there's, you know, I don't like, know. There should, I don't know if there should be like an accumulative score. It's like if, if you are great at this thing, you should be recognized for that and say, hey, like, this is what you're good at. And like, Well, like, maybe you could do it based on, okay, so K through six, if you're showing good tiers in math, yeah. then maybe you get put towards a math-based school that then yeah. you can take advantage of that. Did you hear that? Was that her? Pause it. All right, we got to pa- pause it. All right, so <laughs> as an interruption, because the, the child was uh, stirring in her sleep upstairs, the we were talking about the education system, so it, it would have to be something that maybe projects over time. And like, you, like I said, if you are good at math, then, oh, shit, it, K through six, then, then junior high... You go to a specialist math school, and then if you continue to do well... And nobody has to be held to the... uh, Again, not being pigeonholed to one specific thing. Right. Like, if you don't like math, but you prefer Then you can say no. Yeah, like, if you prefer... After realizing, you know, for an extended period of time that you're there, that you're like, fuck all this, like, you can choose to do something else and, and maybe... Like if you're mo- more motivated to be part of like the uh, what, what, what is like welding and, and woodworking and all that shit. Like if you like prefer a trade, to be a trade, like if yeah. you prefer to, prefer to be a trade, then you can go that route. You can do that, yeah, yeah. But I think also like for that's the one thing I don't understand. Why do we took trades out of schools? Because they used to be part of it, like woodworking, metalworks. Yeah, I mean, welding we, used to be taught. In we did, high yeah, we did auto shop. I mean, we did auto shop and wood shop well, and stuff. Before, like, welding used to be taught. Shit like that used to be taught in school. So yeah, people, welding was not. So people can see, maybe, hey, I'm better at these trades than I am education. And now, I mean, I'm not saying because we took it out, but we're suffering a huge deficit of, of skilled labor. Yeah. Because everybody wants to go to college and get a point of degree and, and work at McDonald's. Yeah, that's true. And I think there has to be something, sure, like there's standardized learning, but if there's people that are just accelerated at, at picking things up, you got to do something with those. Like, right. Like the Mesa, what is it, the the Mesa Grant? Black or, Mesa? Uh, or Mensa. Men- oh, Mensa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, how they have, what is it, the, you, if, you can, if you could test for that, like the government gives you money to do whatever the fuck you want, if like, yeah. you can, if you can inspire like innovation in some way. Um yeah, that's yeah. a legitimate thing. So we should have something like that too, for sure. Yeah, uh, but uh, I mean, shit, man, we we talked pretty extensively for a shit, like, man. We, we we've gone. This is like two over two hours. Are you sure. serious? Yeah. So we went from at forty five minutes. We started talking about this, and we literally, when we paused, that we were like, "Oh man!" I literally said, 
listen, man, if we get 15 minutes out of this, then that's an hour and we're good to go. Well, we went like another hour. And 45. And four, like, yeah, we went like another hour and fucking like 15, 20 minutes almost, or shit, almost another hour and a half just on this fucking specific topic. So, because we're at like two hours and like almost 10 minutes. So, I mean, we, we went pretty fucking far on it. So, th- this was a good, this ended up being a very good fucking discussion. Like, yeah. I, I thought we weren't going to maybe get so much out of it. But well, like I said, I'm always pleasantly surprised that when we talk about shit, we somehow end up getting some length I, out of shit. I thought it was going to be worse. I thought, well, I mean, we had some disagreements. I thought we were all going to come in with like one thing that we were going to be hooked yeah. on. And then kind of worked out that uh, we at least uh, were in agreement with like some of the things that we, well, for a majority of stuff. But like the, uh, what was the part that you brought up with the, uh, the royal. Fan. Oh, here you go. You got to just bring that up again. All right, Jesus Christ. Thanks, I mean, just to, just to say that we didn't have everything go right. Yeah, according to plan. Or yeah, did, we, we didn't we all just agree everything. on everything. Yeah, but uh, so all right, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyways, all right. Well, uh, if you listen thus far, uh, thanks, thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, and you, li- I'm just telling you, I just just to be serious. If you listen to us talk for the last fucking two plus hours. To where you are now at this point and you're hearing this. If you've listened that long, why the fuck haven't you just subscribed to our guy or followed us on goddamn Instagram or fucking TikTok? And then that makes me wonder, are people doing that out of spite now? They're not following us because it's cool? Is it cool to say, fuck these guys, we're not going to follow them, we're just going to listen to their whole podcast and then not follow them because fuck them? I don't know. But anyways, if you have listened this far, I thank you. We all thank you because fuck, man. You've heard a very interesting conversation, and hopefully you got some sort of entertainment out of it. But if we provided you with any level of entertainment or any level of one, if we give you one laugh or one, hmm, that was interesting thought, then, you know, just click the follow button on Instagram and uh, TikTok, and uh, we would appreciate it, at Game Rage Magazine. You know what we need to do at some point? What's is that? that maybe we don't hold, like, a an open contest that we post about, uh-huh. but we leave something at the end of the podcast that if you say this secret phrase at the very end, if you're the first person that does it on our next post or you, it'll be some specific thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, if you come on, comment on it, that you'll be given some kind of prize. So that way we actually know if people are fucking <laughs> listening. That's true. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, it's a stupid idea, but just, just to throw it out there to, just to know if there is actually somebody listening in the entirety of the program that they're going to get rewarded for, for, uh, well, that's you know, true for their listenership, but like for giving them a reward for something they may not have expected. And it's like, all right, cool. Like I was, I heard this podcast and they told me to do this specific task and I did it. And, I got fucking I don't know whatever some some I got some fucking thing I got a twenty dollar twenty five dollar gift card to Best Buy or fucking wherever. All right, that's something. Stay tuned in the future. We'll probably try to do that. So if you're listening now, you'll have a leg up because you'll be like, oh, I already do that anyways. I'm gonna fucking get this going. So all right, anyways, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, you guys, anything else to say at the end of this? Um. Slava Kupistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Long long live uh, Kupistan. Long or, live Kupistan. Or, or cup, cup, all cup hail. Republic. All hail the Cup Republic.
that was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.